Uh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Yahoo Tournament Show here on Roto Grinders. I am Britt Devine here with my man Jordan Cooper, aka Blender HD. Uh, Jordan, football season, we're, we are less than a, a week away from kickoff. Uh, what do we got? The Packers and Bears in that Thursday night showdown. Bajillion dollar tournaments, it seems like everywhere, including Yahoo. This one's rake free. Uh, this is like Christmas season for me. I, I'm, all, I'm all about football. Yeah, if it's Christmas season for you, I do a lot of late-minute, uh, last-minute shopping because, like, I don't pay attention to preseason much because I'm playing MLB. So, like, this is the time where it's like, oh, let me figure out who's on what team Andrew, Luck, Andrew Luck retired. I don't know if you caught that. I, I think Barry Sanders retired. I think yeah. I, maybe I'm that far off. <laughs> oh, yeah, football. Good. We'll talk some baseball. But, uh, Yahoo, you can see here uh, a rake-free million-dollar tournament, $25 entry fee, 10 max entry so no matter it's me jordan uh the chipotle uh brothers of the world none of us can put in more than 10 entries it's just 25 bucks it's rake free this is probably your first 25 probably first 250 dollars in tournaments if you ask me around the industry uh absolutely love this and as you can see on my screen right well, well jordan you would expect nothing less than me to take advantage of all the value correct that's right you you get your coupon clipper so you're going around getting all <laughs> all the rake free stuff all the commission lower type of stuff and i don't blame you and if you're especially if you're a a limited bankroll player like like 15 percent rake like eats into your bankroll a lot more than you think over the course of a season so even if you're not going to play all 10 entries like playing one entry in the yahoo tournament although it's a smaller prize pool but it's still a hefty prize pool like go on yahoo make your one lineup and then then you could go to the other sites and you know spread it out a little bit more but definitely like i'm taking advantage of the fact that you know you're competing and you're not paying any commission to the site so it's kind of like you think you're more skillful and you, you get a positive expected value Nothing against DraftKings, right? But for the, the $5 million millionaire maker, what do they take out? $750,000 out of the, the prize pool on that to them? And, you know, that's good for them. They have a business to run and it helps facilitate it. But it might be a little bit too high, right? So get in on the rake-free stuff on Yahoo. Uh, I know Fantasy Draft has some too. I'll be playing a lot over there. But, uh, yeah, Yahoo for football. Get your money in. Uh, get it in good. And uh, I, I think it'll probably fill, but it might even overlay too. And then it's just rake-free on top of uh, overlay can just be amazing. So uh, make sure to get over on Yahoo. Uh, a couple other things going on uh, at Roto Grinders. There's always some stuff and on Yahoo, right? You got best ball. So best ball is closing in and you can do that on Yahoo as well. Uh, they got a nice product, a lot of casuals in those now compared to uh, if you were trying to play those a month ago. So make sure to go jump into those as well. And uh, you should have some fun time playing some best balls on Yahoo, but we're here for some baseball. And Jordan, we got ourselves a, a pretty nice slate tonight, right? 14 games, uh, pitching. I think tonight's all about the offense, correct? It's not It's not so much about pitching. Uh, you're, hopefully you got some vomit pitchers for us to use. Well, on Yahoo, I don't think you need to use vomit pitchers. I think the yeah. pitching prices actually on Yahoo are quite appealing, and you could play whatever bats you want with them. On DraftKings, it's a little bit different. FanDuel, a little bit different. But, yeah, I mean, with – we have eight teams that have implied run totals of five and a half or more on a 14 game slate. So like the chances one of them goes for double digit runs is pretty high. It's a matter of which one are they going to be? That's why you play all of them, right? I, I mean, I, I can't play all of them, but I could, <laughs> I can play a lot of them. 
All right, let's see if uh, I think I got a couple for you in the first game. We got Oakland at New York for the Yankees. The pitching on Yahoo, on both these pitchers, uh, Sabathia and Brad Anderson, they're both basically minimum price. They're $27 and $26. I don't think you need it today, but uh, CC for $27, he's been reasonably good at home. He's like the one guy, uh, I think, from pitching in this game and the one site where I'm, I might have some interest in CC. I don't think you really need to do it, but do you have any thoughts on the pitching in this game? I mean, when I could get Kyle Gibson against the Tigers for $6 more. Everybody, uh, 90% of the field can do that too. <laughs> yeah, but if we're talking about like the the, the, the slate's going to be decided by bats, like I'll differentiate by having a different stack. There's plenty of stacks to go around. There's plenty of teams to go around that I don't have to get cute at at, at, at pitcher. I'm actually more inclined to get a little frisky with the, the Oakland bats mm-hmm. than, than play CC Sabathia. All right, let's take a look at them on Yahoo. They're a little expensive. Uh, I couldn't really find too many. Maybe a Pinder for 12 bucks. That looks okay. Uh, I'm more interested in the Yankees bats on Yahoo, right? Voight, uh, he's activated. He's 14 bucks. Maybe not your the first first baseman you're going to throw in there. There's this game in cores and a couple underpriced people at first base over there. But Voight looks good. Gary Sanchez is just 16. Aaron Judge is still just 20. He's on fire after the, the in parentheses slump he was in, uh, which wasn't really a slump. Uh, the Yankees bats look really good to me. I'll take them over the A's bats. Do you, are you going to differ on that? Well, I think on other sites, I think on DraftKings, you get it's more uh, A's are more viable. But I would agree with you here. Uh, the thing, the thing on this slate is that with so many spots to choose from, I think people are. I mean, with cores on the slate, you got the Twins against Edwin Jackson. Like I said on the Morning Grind podcast, that I would not be shocked if this game uh, goes enough under the radar that like people don't realize that these that these left-handed pitchers in Yankee Stadium with an 11 total and the wind blowing out at 10 plus miles an hour is is a great spot and it doesn't that yeah it, they're not as bad as Edward Jackson but they might as well be. Oh yeah, I just uh, I I always I'm always gonna side with the Yankees. 82 you mentioned 10 mile per hour wins Anderson he he can get the ground balls but he's not really a strikeout pitcher and if you're not striking out Judge and Torres and Gary Sanchez that you know and Voight the ball's likely to leave the yard and I know Yankee Stadium hasn't exactly been hitters paradise this year but uh, I'm just chalking that up to some some fluky numbers uh, in the uh, the home run department or something like that but uh, I really like the Yankees if you had to pick uh, a couple of your favorite Oakland bats who would you be most likely to use tonight? Well, on Yahoo, uh, I mean, Pinder's a little, a little cheap, but I mean, in outfield, you could probably even go cheaper. Uh, if you want to take a shot on Sheldon Noose, he has a lot of power from the minors. I mean, I'm more likely to play Chapman at 19 bucks. Like, it's just like on Yahoo, the pricing is, to me, more efficient. I think there are better spots if you're playing on Yahoo than the Yankee bats. But I wouldn't be, I wouldn't, wouldn't call you crazy if you played any of these guys as a one-off. All right, uh, pitching in our next game, Aaron Nola, Zach Wheeler, two reasonably good pitchers, and Aaron Nola is actually pretty good. The problem is it's 52 bucks, and I think if I was going to spend $52 on pitching, I think I'd lean Shane Bieber in this specific case. So Nola, and I don't even know if spending up on Shane Bieber is the absolute correct thing to do on Yahoo today. Usually you want those top-end pitching, but the bats look really juicy, although we, we, we lost Charlie Blackman. So uh, if you had Blackman in your lineups, he is not. Uh, in the Rockies lineup today. So start pulling them out. So there's basically one less bat, but I, I can find another high-priced outfielder to throw in, not to feel, feel too bad about it. 
Uh, Nola looks pretty good. The the Mets are okay and off, you know, okay as an offense, but he's, you know, recent form, pretty good. 52, he's at home. The Mets aren't amazing. They're not going to, you know, win the whole division. I, I don't think like all those crazy betters were doing when they were, what, a hundred or a thousand to one or whatever. Uh, where does Nola, if he, Nola or Bieber is kind of the, the thing I'm deciding on. I, I take Bieber, but I also take a lot of pitchers a little bit cheaper on Yahoo. I agree with you. If I was going to decide with anyone, it would be Bieber. But I think given the context of the slate, you, you have to realize that Nola is $20 priced above a lot of other pitchers. $20 is like an expensive bat on Yahoo. So, like, is he going to be able to put up a home run's worth of points more than any of the other pitchers? And my, my answer is is no. I'm more, I'm more inclined in this game actually to play Philly's bats against Wheeler, who actually in the past, I mean, 38 bucks, he's not a question. I'm not playing him. And in the past, uh, you know, couple of starts, he's down to like a 14% K rate. Mm-hmm. It's not like he was in the beginning of the season. So like, I think he's a pass. And on the, on the Philly side, like if you want to Reese Hotkins, Hotskins at 11 bucks, Gene Segura in the shortstop position at 12 bucks. If you want to play, you know, like Dickerson and Harper are a little expensive. You'd rather the lefties, but I wouldn't call you nuts for, for going with like the the ten to twelve dollar range for these Philly bats because they're going to be low owned and you play it as a one off. Yeah, uh, Reese I think is just fine uh, against Wheeler. I know Wheeler's good, but eleven dollars is definitely too cheap for Reese. Even though he was he's in the was in the parentheses slump as well. Uh, not really a slump. Uh, just had a, himself a nice game. I think eleven bucks is is definitely too low. And Segura at shortstop. Uh, it's tough because you probably want to spend up at shortstop. I think. But if you're not, I think Segura is probably a fine option. But I think in general, um, the whole game, I, I don't really love particularly anything, at least on Yahoo in this game is my overall setup, Jordan. Agreed. Let's move on. All right. Uh, we got Miami- a big slate, big slate. We got it. We got a lightning. Yeah. So Miami, Washington. And if you're, you know, if you're a pitcher against Washington, if you're a pitcher against Detroit, you're going to, you're just going to get steam throughout the day. But, you, you know, when your name's Annabelle Sanchez, are you actually going to get that steam? He's 39 bucks. His recent, you know, form has been pretty good, a little up and down, uh, good versus, you know, the Cubs in his last time out, probably not going to go 112 pitches again, uh, but it's, it's against Miami. He's at home. He's got win equity. There's a lot to like here. He's been lights out against righties. Um, you know, he's really transformed in the past year and a half as a major league pitcher. You know, look at Miami, a lot of righties. The lefties are bad. There's a lot of strikeouts here. Uh, I think he's worth the money on Yahoo. You, you probably want to go a little bit cheaper or spend up in the next year, but I like him on Yahoo. Um, I, I think you could play him on DraftKings too. But I, I think Yahoo's actually my preferred spot to use him today. I think he's safe. I don't think in GPP for the same amount of the 39 bucks, you get Trevor Bauer. Mm-hmm. And Trevor Bauer has the upside to get to be the top scoring pitcher on the entire slate. I don't see Annabelle Sanchez being that pitcher. Although the Marlins have a, a higher strikeout rate, they're actually getting a ballpark upgrade here. Uh, Annabelle Sanchez is not like a high strikeout rate pitcher. So if he goes out and he strikes out five in six innings, I mean, he'll give you a perfectly reasonable score, but maybe not something that wins a GPP. And just, uh, you're a right-handed pitcher against the Marlins. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to want to use you in some capacity, I think. In your How many lineups you got? You think are going to be playing today? What do you got? Oh, on DraftKings, I may have zero Anibal Sanchez. Zero Anibal Sanchez in your I may actually have Marlins. All right. Um, I know. Uh, that's crazy. I'm, I'm crazy, Brent. <laughs> crazy. 
Elsie, what about Hernandez? Actual, like he's got some legitimate upside. Uh, he's had some strikeouts. The problem is I really think the Washington bats are going to get to him. And if you're mixing up bats, I don't think any particular offense outside of cores and with Charlie Blackman out of the lineup, that's probably going to bring their ownership down a little bit today. Uh, if if the Nats gain some steam as an offense, uh, I know you're crazy, Jordan. Is is Hernandez, is he under the vomit pitcher tier for you today? He's a vomit pitcher on DraftKings. I don't think on Yahoo. I think the the pricing is soft enough on the bats that you're going to just play like Gibson, Bauer, uh, Sanchez on the other side. Like it, Even if you wanted to play Wade Miley, I mean, like you're going to be in that range anyway. So I don't think it's necessary. But I mean, the national bats on Yahoo are, are very How, how do you do this? I don't know how, how do you pay 26 and 27 and 23 for these guys? You you got to use you got to use Hernandez against them uh, to even make it work or something like that. So they're really expensive. How do you, you know, maybe not so much on Yahoo. How do you balance the extremely high priced offenses on slates like tonight where there's, you know, uh, there's 10 teams that could all score 10 plus runs tonight in my opinion. You pay down a pitching. I think there's a, I think there's a very obvious on DraftKings uh, low pitcher combo, low enough pitcher combo that you could fit in any five man stack that you want and have a reasonable lineup. That and be on on DraftKings, I mean, on yeah, I mean on Yahoo, you could play, basically play Gibson Bauer, and you could still pretty much. I mean, you may have to make a couple of concessions, but it's not that there's enough cheap uh, single digit bats that you could play as one offs to do it. But like on on DraftKings, like you're more likely like Freed Means allows you to get pretty much any five, three stack combination that you would consider. I mean, you may have to punt in one spot. Uh, I mean, I, the nationals on Yahoo and the nationals, even on, on DraftKings, like par is going to be batting second. So that like, that gives you a little bit cheap savings on a five man stack. I mean, I don't mind Cabrera. I don't mind Adams. It's just, it's, I see them more as like a two or three man or a one-off. I, I just I would rather play one of the road teams in in a better situation because I actually I think uh, Hernandez he has a very high fly ball rate, but he could also strike out seven guys today. So like the Nationals could score six runs and it's just on two home runs and only two guys make value. So I, I'm more relying on that than than anything else. Yeah, I think if you were going to try to mix in the Nats on Yahoo. Um, you know, Adams, Para, uh, Cabrera, right? You, you do, a, you know, you take the cheap Para in the outfield, you mix in a couple of the, uh, you know, a little bit down in the order guys, a little cheaper. I think that's how you would get your Nats exposure on Yahoo. Right? And, and no, no Marlins for me, but you're crazy enough to use Marlins, correct? Well, Marlins on DraftKings. On, 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 on Yahoo, I don't think it's necessary. All right. Uh, next game, Astros at Toronto. Wade Miley on DraftKings, probably not, right? He's like 10K. And there's just everything has – there's no upside in a 10K Wade Miley. If he was like 8,700 or 8,800, there's a little bit of, you know, meat left on the bone. But at 10,000 on DraftKings, probably not. And at 39 on Yahoo, uh, I think you can spend up or you can spend down and you can get more upside as well. Uh, just kind of in no man's land. I know the matchup's okay, but uh, I don't really see myself using him on my set today. No, he's, he's more viable on Yahoo, if anything, because in comparison to – sub 40 percent 40 dollar pitchers i mean he's safe like he's the same type of safe as anibal sanchez but i i respect the blue jays more than the marlins so like i i don't i'll have zero of them everywhere 
And if he, hey, if he goes out and throws a 40-point game, then so be it. So great. He'll be 2% owned. You may not need it anyway. Yeah. But looking at the bats in this game, like on Yahoo, the, the Astros are astronomically priced. Nice pun. <laughs> I like how you worked that in there. Yeah. Like, how do you do this? This is another one. Altuve, Bregman, Alvarez. I mean, Springer's the best one at, at 21. Now you can, right, you can use Josh Reddick. If you want to use Josh Reddick and you want to use Toro. Toro on DraftKings, I think, is going to be pretty popular today. I've, I haven't looked at the projected ownership over there, but I would expect he's, what, 2,400 on DK. But Toro, like a, a two, a five-two-one using Toro and Reddick, does, does, is that worth it to get some Astros exposure? Because I don't really see how you pay up for these guys on Yahoo. No, on Yahoo, definitely not. And even even Toro at, at, for nine bucks yeah. is really not a play on Yahoo. It's just that uh, 2,400 on DraftKings is such, like, the – it's such below what an average hitter is cost, but for nine bucks, I mean, like Toro is more expensive than Jock Peterson. Yeah. So like, like I'll play Peterson in the outfield and play Toro at third base. Uh, vomit pitcher. Does that oh, just, no, don't oh, do no. Right. I'm just, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. I'm not even doing it on DraftKings. Like DraftKings right. is like what? 45, 55, 400 or something, yeah, something in that range. Not... I don't think you have to go this cheap at pitcher. I just don't, th- I think that you pay, you know, in the thirty dollar range, and and you're fine. And you could still get pl- there. There are plenty of ways to go that you could still do it. So, although I may not play the Astros on Yahoo, I'm not going to play Thornton. And the Blue Jays bats on Yahoo are not appealing. On DraftKings, they are. So, like, if I were to play anyone against Miley, it would be the righties. There's no way you pay twenty four dollars for Bichette. Mm-hmm. But, but like the the guys that I'm looking at are like Grichuk and Hernandez. But sixteen and fifteen aren't. I mean. I'm not getting anything on Yahoo. They're sub 4K on DraftKings. I see them. I see using them as one-offs if you want. Miley isn't. I don't think he's going to get blown up, but he could give up a home run or two, and me, you find the one or two that he does. All right. Uh, while you guys are at it, if you're on the YouTubes, uh, give us a like and subscribe over there if you want to get notified every time our shows go on there. The likes help us move up the rankings, and it makes all the suits happy. Uh, and you got to make the suits happy if you want to keep having these shows uh, and round up to the nearest like. So if you're out there watching on YouTube <laughs> and you and you like me and you hate Brit, like just round up to the nearest like, and that's that's still hit hit that button. Uh, all right, next game: uh, Cleveland at Tampa Bay, and uh, I, I like I think Bieber in terms of you know I've, I'm looking at the bat and the bat doesn't have Bieber as the highest raw point projection of the day, and I'm going to disagree. I think Bieber probably has the highest raw point projection of the day simply because tell me when he had, when has he ever disappointed us? I mean, good teams, bad teams at home on the road, high temperatures, low temperatures, win games, non-win games. He, he goes out there, he throws a hundred pitches. He strikes dudes out. He, he doesn't really disappoint. I don't really see him disappointing indoors, right? It's warm outside in a lot of these stadiums today. He's indoor in Tampa. I know Tampa's a reasonably good offense and they don't strike out a ton. But, but Bieber's like one of the better pitchers in the league this year. I think he's he's probably worth 52. I'd take him over Nola. The problem is there's just other – like DraftKings at 11-8. No, I don't think you can make that work today, even in tournaments, right? Because the bats that you want are so expensive. I think taking Bieber probably hurts you a little bit over there. But you can make – you usually want the best overall pitcher on Yahoo. He's 52. I think you can make it work if you want to. Are you down on his matchup? I, I just don't really care who he's up against. I think he's that good. No, and he's, he's he's pitching in a good park. So I mean, it, it, the the thing about in GPPs, whether it be Yahoo or DraftKings or wherever, that like 
you'll only win with Bieber and a cheaper stack if Bieber puts up a 40-plus point game. So, like, if he just puts up a 30-point game, you probably don't have enough upside. Or you're playing a cheap stack, and that stack goes off for 10 runs, and the eight other teams yeah. that have the high implied totals all also fail. So, like, the, the confluence of all the things that have to go right, it's like, I'll fade the chances that, that Beaver puts up a 40-plus point game, and I'll play the stacks that I want. Yeah, that's I think that's DraftKings, right? I think on on Yahoo. Even I think- on Yahoo, yeah, yeah. I mean Yahoo. If you pay for Bieber and you pair like Bieber and Gibson together, yeah, like you're either gonna have to play a medium price stack, and then like decent one offs, or a high price stack and like garbage one offs. So like, unless Bieber puts up a forty point game, like it's like I don't know if you have the upside uh, even in Yahoo GPPs for it to be worth it. Um, all right. I think uh, we will just agree to disagree on Yahoo on DraftKings. I think he's really out of the question. He's just, he's just too expensive. I think on DraftKings to properly use in your lineup specifically based on the slate. And there's too many, too many good offenses and good spots tonight uh, for uh, offense. I don't, I don't have anything for offense in this game. Really? Do, you don't. What have you, what have you come up with? I mean, a couple of these guys. Sure. I mean, Oscar, I, I understand if you want to do that, right. He's, he's eight bucks, but there's like, 15 seven to ten dollar outfielders on yahoo today i think that you can use there's so many i, I don't know if he makes the cash game less than a couple of these other guys just don't really do it for me so i guess you could use him but i, I don't really have a lot of interest I, i'd rather just take the full stack and hope hope they go off than try to pick oscar i, I know he's eight bucks but that's just not interesting he's an option but uh, i think i like the indians more in DraftKings where they're they're low priced they have a low total today but i mean Pruitt's not a good pitcher and, they're, and the Indians are much better to righties than they are to lefties. So, like, there's no one over 5K on draft. You could get – the Indians without Lindor is a vomit stack. It's under 20K. And if you told me in any game the Indians put up 10 runs, I'm not shocked. Uh, I mean, I think Puig is going to be popular on, on DraftKings as, like, a, like a one-off type of thing or Kipnis maybe. I mean, just in the context of the slate, the game doesn't seem that appealing, but the price point – does that while on yahoo they're priced up normally so i don't don't consider the stack to be in play there but on DraftKings, like i'm i'm not gonna i'm going to probably be over the field on the indians maybe not fully as five-man stacks but definitely as onesies and twosies uh let's go to our next game we've got minnesota at detroit and we've got the chalk pitcher of the day on Yahoo. It's got to be Kyle Gibson, right? He's 33 when he should be 43. And you just you just kind of got to eat the chalk sometimes when um, pitchers and reasonably good spots get extremely underpriced. And that's what we have with Gibson today. Uh, hasn't really had a great game in well, almost like a month, but it's really hard to see him failing against Detroit. Just played him 18. Well, 18's not great. He gave up 10 hits. He still had eight strikeouts, right? So let's say he doesn't give up 10 hits today. He's on his way to a 20 plus fantasy point performance and you pull up plate IQ and it's just, it's horrible. So you got to expect Gibson to have a good game today. He's a little higher priced on DraftKings, but I, I think, you know, you can start out lineups with him as your SP one and fill in the rest and still make some pretty good, good teams over there. So I think Gibson's going to be pretty popular everywhere uh, on Yahoo. Let me see. I haven't looked. FanDuel, he should be popular as the lone SP he's only what 8400 there all right yeah we've got 27 percent on Yahoo I'll take the over on that I think in in the tournaments on Yahoo today but he, he looks like you know in your cash games 
you know, he's going to be like 75, 80% on today. He's just, he's the play for sure. No, I agree. And then like, like we don't have to talk about Edwin Jackson. You're playing bats against him, if anything. Uh, so Yahoo, the pricing is okay. I mean, they're still expensive, but if you're going to play it as like a four man stack, cause then on Yahoo, you don't, you can play six, but the field sizes aren't big enough that you need absurd amount of correlation. So like I wouldn't be I wouldn't be opposed to playing like Polanco, Rosario, Crone, Castro, something like that. Like, do you have to pay 28 bucks for Nelson Cruz? I'm not sure. I mean, he has the highest home run props on the, the entire slate. But I mean, I think you could get a home run cheaper than through him. Say for Sano at 25 bucks. And also breaking news, uh, no uh, Abraham Toro in the the Astros line. What? So, that's that's nonsense. That's gonna change. So that cheap he's out. So that makes the Astros stack even lower on. All right, uh, so get that. I think you, you can make a couple of the Twins work if you don't. I mean, of course, you can play it for Nelson Cruz because he hit two home runs off Edwin Jackson today, but you can still pay a little bit less for Polanco and Rosario, and you can mix in Jason Castro if you don't want to pay all the way up. But Cruz has to be one of the better bets to hit a home run today, right? Right, and you're not paying $19 for Jake Cave. I'm sorry. Um, all right, let's go to the next game, and then I've got a, a fun little promo i got to tell you guys about uh, that Yahoo's going to have for you. So we've got the White Sox in Atlanta. And maybe not so much on Yahoo, although I do expect Freed uh, to draw some ownership on it. You know, Freed and Gibson allows you to get a plenty of bats on Yahoo today. But on DraftKings, Freed is, they priced everyone else appropriately. And then Freed is like egregiously mispriced by like $2,500 today. So he's the chalk du jour over there. What do you think about his ownership? I guess we'll talk about how you're handling him over there in your tournaments first, and then we'll move over to some Yahoo. Uh, I'm more likely to differentiate on bats today than a pitcher. So I'm like, I'm, I'm building a, a little over a hundred lineups on DraftKings. I'm setting my max freed max cap at nothing at just whatever I get, I get. And whatever I get, I get. If I end up with 80% max freed, then so be it. If I end up with 40%, so be it. Like I, he's the most mispriced pitcher on the slate. Uh, in comparison to all the other options, there's tons of bats. You want to pay down at pitching at some point. Mm -hmm. So like I could see not playing freed and playing like Hernandez or means, but like to me, like the cheap pitcher, like those are the only cheap pitchers I want to play. So I'm just going to like go with the bat projections and leave them with no cap, add a couple of the two or three other pitchers and just make sure I get my five man stacks that I want and whatever it comes out, it comes out. But on Yahoo, I don't think he's – I mean, I think he's efficiently priced at 43. I think he's efficiently priced. If you wanted to play him, you could play him. But, I mean, I'd still much rather the upside of Trevor Bauer at 39 bucks and Gibson at 33. I'd like – it's a 14-game slate, and it's going to be decided by bats. I'll just eat the truck pitchers and no problem with it. All right. Uh, we've got 28% ownership on Freed on DraftKings today. Do you think if I had to lean – Way more. Way, it's going to be – I'm going to lean over. Yeah, I'm leaning on – uh, maybe 40 and what, what is it? The $15 is it 10. What is it today? Uh, it's $11, 11. I think if I had like 40 to 42, I think something like that sounds pretty good. To me. Right. But I wouldn't even be shocked if it's over that. I wouldn't be shocked if it's 46, 48. Yeah. yeah he's just the, he's like the only mispriced pitcher on DraftKings today. So uh, I think he's going to be extremely popular over there. Uh, I still like him on Yahoo. I'm not believing in this. Ivan Nova's a good pitcher. Are, are you buying into any of this? Still no, just... and, and, and the Braves are a good hitting team. So, like, what's his upside at 38 bucks? A buck more gets you Trevor Bauer. Yeah, sure. Bauer could blow up. You're right. Your Bauer is a head case and maybe he goes nuts. But I mean, Nova, like, 
What's the best case scenario for nobody? Is he striking out 10? No. Is a strikeout rate of 13%. So, like, why, why play Nova at 38 bucks on Yahoo? Land is in chat. I see you, Dean. Um, but he says the White Sox crush lefties. A couple of them do, but I'm more interested in the White Sox strikeout against lefties. That's what's interesting to me for Freed. And any pitcher with strikeout ability uh, tonight sounds pretty good. They don't walk, um, so really no freebies. Uh, I think he has a – They also lose to DH. Yep. So, Car- Cardi, that's like two fantasy points right there. That's a, that's a pretty big bump losing the DH. Well, you get the Sklansky bucks there. <laughs> yeah. You know what? My, po- my poker graph, I'm owed so many Sklansky bucks from those old poker graphs. Uh, I do want to know if you're, um, you know, we talked Oscar. So, if you wanted to swerve off some of the cheaper bats, um, I, I think Jimenez is slightly interesting uh, against Freed to maybe hit like a one-off home run. He's 10. Uh, I think Joyce is going to be pretty popular. You all, you know, when he was with the age, always used to be worried he'd get two at bats and it doesn't really happen anymore. When if he's in there, he's in there. It seems like he's hitting fifth uh, against Nova. If he's not striking out, he's going to make some contact. So, so Joyce is probably going to be extremely popular. I think on Yahoo. Oh, definitely. And and you could even get away with the, uh, you know, I mean, I'd play Joyce over Ortega, but I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to playing the cheap Tyler flowers. If you're playing kind of a brave stack, but I mean, actually, the price on Freddie Freeman on Yahoo is better than the price on DraftKings at fifty six hundred. So if you wanted to take a, a lower owned one off first baseman that isn't like Daniel Murphy, who's probably going to be chalk on Yahoo, yep. uh, like Freddie Freeman. I mean, Stevie pointed out in the morning grind, like in his batted pro, uh, ball profile model, like he ranks number one on the entire slate. It wouldn't surprise me. So yeah, you throw Freeman in with Flowers, Ortega, and Joyce. You know, you get some Atlanta exposure without breaking the bank. You can get some pitching. You can fill in cores bats. You can have a good time doing something like that. So uh, I kind of like Freeman. Freeman makes some sense to me with some of those uh, cheaper Atlanta bats. Uh, all right. So uh, I got something to announce from Yahoo uh, quickly. I think I have this right on the Yahoo Fantasy app. Uh, it looks like this year. If you like what, who doesn't like watching football games, right? I like watching football games and you like watching football games. So on the Yahoo fantasy app, if you need to watch a national broadcast or a local game, it uh, looks like you're going to be able to watch that for free, regardless of your carrier on the Yahoo app. So pay attention to that. They're going to announce more soon. Um, but yeah, Jordan, I'm all for more ways to watch football games for free. That sounds good to me, right? Just, just make sure while you're watching the games on Sunday, you're tuning you. into Roto Grinders, <laughs> even if it's just the audio, and I'll be on for like six plus hours during the game with shenanigans and giveaways, going over the afternoon slate, going over the showdown slate. We may have, you know, have one or two guests on. It's going to be much, think of it more as like uh, like late night with Conan O'Brien type of. Who knows what's going to happen this show uh, and and do that while you're watching your free game on Yahoo. Yeah, so stay tuned. Uh, I'm sure you'll see some more news on that in the future, but I literally just got that during the show and the suits wanted me to tell you. So I told you guys, and that sounds fun. Any, any more ways to watch football uh, sounds good to me. So I like that. And I got, I got one season long team on Yahoo. I'm drafting it on Sunday. So it looks like I'll be on the Yahoo app anyway. So uh, a fun, fun little uh, experiment to see how that works. Uh, all right, let's go Seattle at Texas, uh, another game here. And I think Marco Gonzalez is probably too expensive. I know Texas is horrible versus lefties. And 40 bucks, I'm not going to do that. But I, I have some interest in Yahoo. If, if you need a cheapest pitcher and you don't want to play 40% Kyle Gibson, you know, you want to be different 
on a pitcher. And I know you want to be different in your stacks, right? I think you can do that. But I don't I don't hate Colby Allard tonight. He's got some strikeout upside. He just had a really good outing. He's gone 90-plus pitches in all four of his starts. And Seattle's not really a good offense, in my opinion. So I think Allard, if you're looking to get different from Gibson, is probably the guy I look at on Yahoo. No, I agree with that. That's why I'm staring at a a quarter of a percent owned percentage going like that. <laughs> that's that's not, I mean, I don't think I, he may not hit double digits. Yep. I can see him being 8% owned. Yeah. I, I see Gibson in, in, in the Yahoo tournament today probably being like 40 ish percent, maybe a little more. And I think Allard being sub 10. So, you know, four to three to one, whatever the, I don't know how these odds work. I got to get the odds calculator out, but I think Allard can outproduce that ownership is kind of what I'm saying. Right, and even on DraftKings, I mean, I, I think he's he's playable. You, you'd think, like, see, the problem is, is that this game has a 10.5 total. It's in hot Texas. And just, like, based – I actually prefer the pricing on Yahoo more than I do on DraftKings, outside of maybe, like, a Nick Solak or something like that. Just that, like, the game is – like, these, these teams strike out too much that the stack just won't make value. So, like, you could take one-offs. If you wanted to play, like, Austin Nola at 12 bucks, okay, I mean, whatever. Uh, on the other side, like, like, like Solak is, is 16 bucks on, on Yahoo. So, mm-hmm. I don't think he's playable. But Andrews at 11 you know, if you wanted to play. There's a lot down here. You, I like Andrews. I like Vogelbach. You can convince me is I like Allard, but – Malik Smith for nine, Navarro's for nine, uh, Odor seven bucks. Uh, there, there's, I think you can mix and match some cheap bats here. Yeah, I'm just concerned that the stack isn't like, like what five guys would you take on DraftKings at twice the price? Uh, I think they're much more of a play on Yahoo than any other site. Yeah, I agree completely with that. Uh, all right, let's go Baltimore at KC. We got the, the rope-a-dope with the Baltimore pitcher earlier or late last night. Uh, it was supposed to be uh, Bundy. Now it's Means. Uh, I haven't seen Means price on Yahoo. I know on DraftKings, uh, it's very cheap. Yeah, DraftKings is sixty one hundred. And against this, against this, uh, let, let me bring this up. Against not- this, uh, this Royals lineup, like the bottom of that order is just disgusting. So, like, I know that there's only going to be two lefties in the lineup, but I'm not scared of. Starling, Artiega, Dini, Lopez. I mean, and if what what if the Royals hit two home runs in their solo shots and means goes six innings and strikes mm-hmm. out four, like for sixty one hundred, that's that's perfectly fine, especially if I'm trying to stack expensive bats. Means I think he's is, more of a play on DraftKings than he is on Yahoo. Well, means is not on Yahoo, so you can't even play him. Well, there you go. <laughs> unable unable to click the means button on Yahoo. So uh yeah, on, on DraftKings. What do we we have his ownership uh, slated at twenty five percent? Is that I think that's probably about right, right? Because you you just need some cheap pitchers, and if you stack Freed and you stack Means, it it works to get you all the stacks that you want. But everyone else is doing that as well. Yeah, or you could see like uh, Means uh, be paired together with like a ten like Bauer or Bumgarner on DraftKings, and you could still get reasonable stacks. So I think like the the those the freed means are like the, the chalk SP twos, if not like freed and SP one uh, on, or even Annabelle maybe uh, as an SP one or Gibson as an SP one, if you want to save just a little bit of money, but I mean, he's definitely an option when Bundy was scheduled to pitch and he was 8,100. I think it was less of a play, but now that we got like 
Like the Royals have a what a four point seven implied run total. Means pitches half of his games in Baltimore, so like this is a ballpark upgrade for him. And I'm not like I'm much more inclined on DraftKings to play the Royals bats than on Yahoo because on Yahoo you're not getting any discount here. Um, what do you think? Can the Ro- it's a tough task, right? When it's seventy degrees, the wind's blowing in at five miles an hour against the All Star John Means for the Royals to be the the team that wins it for you well it could be the cheap like on DraftKings. it could be (laughs) it could be the cheap uh, but not as a five man like i could see like on on yahoo you have cuthbert who hits does very well against lefties if you want to play him at third base for for minimum price in gpp i think that's perfectly fine but then like on DraftKings, if you want to play one or two of these guys you want to play solaire dozier cuthbert merrifield even or something like i mean i wouldn't touch the bottom you want to play a cheap Dini even? I mean, say so you could. I mean, I just don't think. Look at the teams on this slate and the totals. I don't think out of 28 teams, the Royals are the top stack of the day. <laughs> but I wouldn't be shocked if one of these guys has two home runs and yeah. you need them as the cheap one-off. Uh, I like it. Yeah, and you can can really get a couple of those. Even Merrifield even, I think, is cash playable. He's, he's 13 bucks. That is way too cheap for Merrifield, uh, especially in cash games those uh, guys very unlikely to leave you with a zero at the end of the night uh all right let's go to the rain game so roth currently has the weather in st louis let me figure out really quick how to navigate around rotor grinders and he's got this as orange so if you trusted the models now the models aren't real smart right you've got these weather models you got hurricane models and instagram models which ones are you listening to jordan yeah i like i my model is, is real people. Yeah, most sharp players have projection models. I use real models. Uh, so he has this as orange. Uh, his model says he would call it a wash, but he doesn't trust the models. So he's listening to the Instagram models because they don't know what they're talking about. There's going to be some storms. This is the game you're going to want to pay attention to because, at least on Yahoo, if he thinks this is good, especially for the first five or six innings, Trevor Bowers is 39 bucks and he's got the upside. He's, he's Jekyll and Hyde. He's got minus 10. He's got 33. He's got minus six. He's got 39. He's got five. He's got 39. He's got six. He's got negative seven. He's got 35. He's all over the place. You say but it the- seems to go like back and forth, right? So <laughs> well, that, that I don't know. Is, that, is that a reliable trend? Can you, can you, does that work? It did technically no, but I mean, we <laughs> could, we could push that narrative. That- yeah. We could say whatever we want. Right. It's so like the Star Trek movies, every other movie is good. Uh, is that is that the rule for those? Yeah. Um, so, you know, on, he looks like he has some good strikeout potential. He's much better against righties, and he's got a lot of righties in the lineup. The The Cardinals don't strike out a ton, but he's got the pitcher, and what do we got? One, two, three, four, five plus a pitcher. Five righties plus a pitcher sounds pretty good for Trevor Bauer. There, Of course, there's some risk, right, because at Pittsburgh, you probably expected him to have a good game, and he gets shelled. At Washington, you probably didn't use him, but you went from 44 bucks down to 39. And if the weather holds that, that price tag is just really tough to pass on. on you. I agree. And I think you wouldn't be, I wouldn't call you crazy if you played Dakota Hudson at 33 bucks. I would, if you played him for 9,200 on DraftKings. Yeah. but like, if you, if you wanted to differentiate and go like, I think Gibson may not do that well. And I'll play Hudson uh, against Cincinnati. Like that isn't, that is the worst play in the world, but I, I, this game, regardless if it's raining or if it's not raining, if it plays, I don't find on a 14-game slate that this is the 
game to go for bats. Yeah, no, but I, I have no interest in bats, but just pay attention to it on weather. Um, and what's his, uh, what's Bauer on draftings? What is he, 10K? 10-3. 10, he's 10-4. So uh-oh. Uh-oh. So uh, 18% on DraftKings. How would you play Bauer? Let's say Roth gives us the okay to use pitching in there. What, what's your plan to, to use? My that? plan with Bauer, because you know, I haven't set my, my exposures and everything and chosen my stacks. Uh, my exposure on Bauer will all depend on how many medium to cheap stacks I'm considering. Because most likely, if I'm playing uh, a Blue Jays stack, if I'm playing an Indian stack, if I'm playing a Royal stack, I'm not saying I'm playing these stacks, but it's more based on, like, I'm, I'm going to, this late on DraftKings, I'm probably going to have a very condensed starting pitcher pool. I may only play six pitchers total. And then choose my stacks, and then whatever pitchers fit into those five-man stacks with the highest projected one-offs, like, give me what it gives me. And if I get... If I'm getting 40% power, that means I obviously have like at least two cheap stacks that I'm building. And if I'm getting 6% power, that means I obviously do not have cheap stacks that I'm building. And I think, like you said in the very beginning, like this slate, I think, is being decided by which stack out of a bunch of uh, numerous stacks is the highest scoring stack. So I'm not as concerned. I'm just going to, the highest projected pitchers throw in if one of them gets bombed so be it it's just that like i think that you could condense your pitcher pool so much easier this late than you can uh, on, on the stacks and the bats all right so you're not sick enough to play minimum price on yahoo or basically minimum price pitching on DraftKings pitchers from the cores game no you there's no you would like to induce vomit those they just get you different roster constructions but i i, I don't even think i could do that well, Blackman's out of the lineup, so Dario Agrizol gets a bump instead of an 8.4 strikeout rate. Now he's up to like a 9.3 strikeout rate. So maybe he gets, uh, instead of getting negative four points, he gets negative two points. All right, yeah, so we're not going there. This is the game you want bats from uh, on Yahoo. You got to spend some, like if you go Bauer and Gibson, that you have a lot of money for bats. You got to spend it somewhere. So guys like Arenado, guys like Story, with Blackman out, that definitely does hurt. Uh, the Colorado lineup. I actually haven't looked at the Colorado lineup, so let me let me see what it looks like. Story's leading off. McMahon got a nice boost up the two-hole. Arenado, Murphy, Desmond. You can play that whole stack pretty easily on Yahoo, I think, today, and make the rest of your lineup. Yeah, I think the two chalkiest players on the slate, bat-wise, are in this game, and they're one on each side. Mm-hmm. I think Murphy at 13 bucks, first base, plug him into your cash lineup. I think Kevin Newman at 15 bucks. Plug him into shortstop. 40 fantasy points every game, right? Yeah, every game, <laughs> right? Uh, I think the what's going to end up happening is that, the, the, the especially with Blackman out now, uh, the Colorado stack is now significantly cheaper. Even if you play Story and Arenado, I'm talking about on all sites, even on Yahoo, that the Colorado stack is cheaper than the Pittsburgh stack. So I think ownership will reflect that. So, like, I'm more inclined to like if you're going to play a, a five man Rocky stack and play like Freed. I'm talking about DraftKings. If you're playing Freed means a five man Colorado stack, you better have three one offs that no one else has because it's got that's like in a big field GPP because it's going to be incredibly chalky. It differentiates something or whatever. So that's why typically in these scenarios, 
I'm more inclined to play Colorado as a three-man than as a five-man. And hopefully I nail the three guys that you need and the five-man stacks go down in flames because they have like a Sam Hilliard with a zero or they have a Ryan McMahon with a three or something like that. And I nail like Murphy, Desmond, Story, and Arenado's the one with like only a nine. They could still score eight runs, but it's one of those things that you look at your stack and you go, the Rockies scored 10 runs and Arenado was one for five with a double and a run. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how did that happen? I'm more inclined to do that, especially with all the other games on the slate that have very big totals also. All right, Dodgers, Arizona. Uh, Zach Gallen is 9,800 on DraftKings. I think that's a no uh, against the Dodgers. Would you agree with me? Yeah, I agree. I mean, it, 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 if you want to play a 2% dome pitcher that has strikeout potential, go for it, but I don't think it's worth it. What about Yahoo? He's 36, so all right, a little bit of a price decrease. Yeah, right, like I think you, you could throw him in a, in a turn. If you didn't, if you clicked him over Gibson, let's say you got your bats in, you had three extra bucks and you, you wanted uh, a little bit of differentiation, boom, you got it right there. Yeah, but do that, like if you're going to play Gallon, play the truck bats. Like that, mm-hmm. that's, that's what I mean. Like if you're going to play a Rocky stack, and you're like, I don't want to play Gibson. I play Gallon. You got your leverage right there, and you're good. Yeah. Don't uh, play Gibson. Don't play Gibson Sanchez and a rock. I mean, don't. Not in GPPs, kid. That's a cash line. Uh, all right, and then Jock Peterson probably going to be one of the chalkier bats of the night. Now Gallon's good. How do you handle? Like, obviously, he shouldn't be eight dollars, but they just refuse to really up his salary at all. Uh, he's like a fourteen or fifteen dollar bat, probably even a little bit higher. So he's, he's half price, and I love a good deal. But how do you handle these? really good values against pretty good pitchers. I think if I was going to fade somebody tonight uh, in a tournament, if I, if I think Peterson's going to be 25% owned on Yahoo, I think that's, you know, something like that in one of the tournaments. Uh, I think he'd probably be one of the first players I, I look to swerve on. No, I agree with you. Unless you're playing a contrarian lineup, then you throw him in. The more, the more interesting bat in this game to me is Cody Bellinger at 17 bucks. Yeah, way too cheap. Way too cheap for his talent. And people on Yahoo are going to be – like, ah, Gallon's a good pitcher, and there's I'm going to play Twins. I'm going to play Red Sox. I'm going to play National. You can, like, he should be a $20 bat even against Zach Gallon, and he's currently projected at 4% owned. If he showed up with two home runs today, I'm never shocked when Bellinger does that. So, like, to me, I'm more likely to, to play Bellinger as my one-off swerve off of a, another stack mm-hmm. And then, and then not even worry about Peterson. He's your Charlie. If you had Charlie Blackman and you wanted to differentiate your team, you, you just got yourself four bucks. Go spend it elsewhere and plug in Bellinger. We got him at 4% on Yahoo. I think that's probably pretty accurate tonight. Uh, the Diamondbacks, they're just interesting because they're dirt cheap. Uh, a couple of guys, Dyson's 11. Rojas, or Dyson's 7. Rojas is 7. Jake Lamb, 7. Uh, Escobar and Walker aren't even expensive. It's just... Like what? Are, what's Arizona? I don't have what's Arizona's true odds of being the highest scoring team on, team on the slate tonight? Like one percent, right? But I mean, one off bats would be fine. I mean, like it, it, it's perfectly they're cheap enough. Like, like I, like you don't have to play Josh Rojas on Yahoo, on on DraftKings. He's much more viable at twenty five hundred because he's just so ridiculously lower than yeah. than the average player. Like Abraham Toro's not in the Astros lineup. Yeah. You're probably playing Rojas in the outfield as your as your cash outfield play because he's batting second he's not even batting like sixth but like any if you want to play Eduardo Escobar at 14 bucks at, at third base I mean you're not nuts I mean I wouldn't play Ahmed at 16 but I mean I'm more likely like 
I'm playing Jock Peterson at eight than any of these guys because, like, just from a raw talent perspective, he's so much better than any of them. Uh, all right, let's go Boston at LAA. Uh, no pitchers for me in this. This game's all about bats uh, specifically for me. I'm, I would not roll with either of them. Do you agree? Uh, I agree completely. But, I mean, the Boston prices aren't really all that appealing. I mean, yeah. I would love to play J.D. Martinez against the lefty, but he's $27. 20 yeah he's 20 well he should be he should be one of the highest priced bats again he's a pro like he's appropriately priced maybe not 27 but uh i think against a bad lefty he should almost always be one of the highest priced bats so i'm in agreement with that it's just really tough to stack bats devers bogarts martinez so if you manage to do that on yahoo you can play jock peterson and you can play kyle gibson and you could you could just play the chalk all the way across the board on it the angel side's also the same uh i don't think evaldi's that good they're all a little bit too expensive. I think Pujols is fine. I think Calhoun you can make work and Fletcher, but uh, just really tough to make that angel stack work when you just kind of look at the whole landscape of it. Right. I mean, they're 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 fine, right? They're fine. But I mean, the the, the Angels only have a five implied run. We say only a five implied run total. Yeah. Like it's still like like the what the eleventh on the slate, ten twelfth on the slate. Mm-hmm. So uh, the bats in this game are. I mean are going to be under own sure but i mean they're also kind of efficiently priced so i don't really care Uh, all right final game of the night we'll take some qqs if you got them throw them into chat and we will get to those in a second uh we got a pitching matchup here if you're in san francisco and it's 80 degrees and a lot of other stadiums uh you're gonna have some uh you know be on pitcher radar not even to mention when it's madison bumgartner who's been pretty good at home uh, reasonable track record and i think san diego isn't really all too scary of an offense to go up against right now. And on the other side, you've got uh, LeMay, who has some strikeout ability as well, going up against that putrid San Francisco lineup. Where does Bumgartner rank from you today? I guess let's start on DraftKings for you. He is he's 10-2. Let's, let's play a game. Bumgartner or Wade Miley for you? Bumgartner. Bumgartner or save $700 for Kyle Gibson? Kyle Gibson. Bumgarner or spend $200 more on Trevor Bauer? Trevor Bauer. All right. So you've basically taken the other two options over Bumgarner. Do you, do you not like Bumgarner tonight? Because I do. Uh, on Yahoo, he's not a play at 48 bucks. Like, don't even bother. Uh, this, uh, this San Diego lineup will have only one lefty. Uh, to two right-handed batters, Bumgarner is above, just above a league average pitcher. He's in a good run prevention spot, but I don't think he's in the best of strikeout spots. I think Bumgarner in certain projection systems based on like a two-year, three-year sample size looks very good. But given this just in this season, like I, he's not, I don't think he gets blown up here. I just like I don't know what his upside is to win a 20,000-person GPP is. Oh that I'd rather play Gibson for cheaper or Bauer for a little bit more. And being the fact that people don't like playing bats in San Francisco and Bumgarner not being as good at all to righties, like on, on Yahoo, not as much of a play, but on DraftKings, the Padres are so cheap. You could play Tyler France at second base for 2,400. Now, I don't want to stack the Padres, but, I mean, there they could be one home run out of this lineup, and if you find it, you're getting it for almost nothing. So if you want to play Renfro or Machado or, 
or who, Mejia, if he's batting second or something, like I'm not high on Bumgarner against a very heavy righty lineup. You you show me a lineup that has four lefties in it and the pitcher. Okay, I'm on board for the upside. But, I mean, I'll take a shot on Trevor Bauer striking out 13 uh, Cardinals bats over Bumgarner doing the same against the Pods. Because, actually, I would prefer, like, guys like Tatis, I would actually prefer the highest strikeout guys in the lineup. And now they actually have less of a strikeout, right, with, like, if Greg Garcia. Greg Garcia is a lefty, and he still doesn't strike out much. So, like, even if he's in the lineup, I get the reason why, like, Bumgarner is – is appealing, but I think I'm more likely to be under the field on him than over. All right. What about LeMay? Not so much on DraftKings. He's priced more than Bumgartner, but Yahoo he's he's another one of these. He's 37, right? So you get a nice discount compared to Bumgartner. Uh, if you're looking to go away from, let's say there's some rain in that Trevor Bauer game and you just wanted to make one quick swap, is LeMay someone you can land on? I mean, it, he has to be efficient though. They're, he's probably not going over 90 pitches. So, like, on DraftKings at 10-7, that takes him completely out of the question. But, I mean, I'm not shocked if he goes five innings and strikes out 11. Sure, yeah, he could do it. Just that, like, the upside. I'm not, I would not play him on DraftKings in basically any scenario. I think I think he's in play on Yahoo much more so than DraftKings. Right, but that's still $2 more. You play Bauer. Like, Bauer could pitch 120 pitches. Like, mm-hmm. Lamette, we know we, he's not going to. So, uh, All right, real quick, uh, give me one-minute summary of your vomit pitchers and, and vomit stacks. And I'm sticking you to one minute. Don't go over it. We got QQs. Okay, because I haven't really decided because I have to look at Slate IQ and everything. All right. But, look, but looking at preliminarily, uh, vomit pitchers are, are Means and Eliezer Hernandez. Vomit stacks. Indians qualify as a vomit stack. Uh, the Marlins against Annabelle Sanchez. That qual- that's a I mean that's a risky risky one. They're drawing some ownership on DK tonight. They're right, because the- Animal Sanchez is a good pitcher and they're getting a ballpark upgrade. Uh, I mean I, the Royals as a three man, sure, okay, I could see it. Uh, I mean Baltimore is a three man, but that's not really vomit. Like this, that, there's not really that many because I don't want to play like on a slate with so many big bats. Mm-hmm. Like I'm more inclined to play the vomit three man than the vomit five man. Uh, so, like, I want to play the Yankees. I want to play. Uh, I want to play the Twins. I want to play some Braves. I want. I want to play these expensive guys, and I'm more inclined to like. I'll play an expensive stack and then play like Teoscar Hernandez at 3,800 as a one-off, or play the expensive bats and then play Isan Diaz at 3K as my one-off second baseman. Like, I'm more inclined to do that than like play five guys under 20K. As, as one full stack. So I don't know. I don't know if that qualifies. So I'm, I'm a little low on vomit today. All right. Uh, YouTube QQs have rolled in. Usually the YouTubers. Oh, oh not. Oh, sometimes they have a couple of screws loose. Hopefully they're clicking the like and subscribe. Uh, this guy wants to know, is he crazy? He wants to play Edwin Jackson and Hernandez on DraftKings. Uh, uh, certified screw loose. If you ask me, Jordan, I don't think, I mean, I could understand playing at like if the twins were super chalk and you're like, I want to fade the twins. And then since I'm playing in the twins, why not pay the pitcher against him? I get it, but it, that doesn't exist today. So like, no, so you're, you're, you're kind of crazy. Yeah. Uh, a two man Colorado and a two man Pittsburgh stack with Allard, Allard and freed. Um, sure. Probably, 
you want five man. I don't understand how that really works. Well, on Yahoo, you know, on the, the, the contest sizes aren't that big. Yeah. So you don't have to be as concerned about stacking on Yahoo. But if it was DraftKings, start over. Uh, Gibson Sabathia combo. Oh, so, don't do that. What are you playing Sabathia for? Get out of here. I don't think Sabathia is. I mean, there'll be worse pitchers than Sabathia, but I don't know. He's. I, don't, I just don't think he has the upside overall tonight. Uh, Judge Torres and Sanchez as a three man Yankee stack. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. That's probably the best three man <laughs> Yankee stack. Yeah. The Yankees look, uh, I think Slate IQ is a little off on Yankee ownership, but they're way down the list in terms of uh, ownership on DraftKings tonight. So we'll have to see how that shakes out. But uh, if they're going to be low owned, then absolutely get them out there. Uh, so DraftKings tournament, um, you know, the bat's spitting out Lewis Brinson. Uh, what's your take on that? Um, uh, that's a no in J.D. Martinez or Owings and Bellinger. Just you got to oh, some weird Jesus, things. don't do this to yourself. Yeah, don't play it. I would not play those horrible, horrible first parts of that stack. Don't play Josh Rojas. Find the 400 and play Josh Rojas batting second against Gonzalez and play Owings or Brinson. I, I'm fine with those guys in stacks. Like, if you're stacking the Marlins, okay. If you're stacking the Red Sox, okay. But, like, as the one-off, like, it's like you're taking a zero and you're hoping, like, in a big field GPP, that's worth it. Uh, I, I wouldn't. Uh, all right. I think that's going to do it for the QQs. Uh, we're going to get on here in a second. Don't forget, Yahoo, NFL, rake-free, million-dollar tournament. It's 25 bucks, Only 10 max entries. So you get fair play. With no rake, uh, your teams look like an all I've made some Yahoo teams. You can it's the it's the TI game. You can have whatever you like on Yahoo. You know for for opening week NFL. If your team isn't full of superstars, remake your team and, and make something better on Yahoo. Uh, do that. Check that out. Uh, also, don't forget if you have your Yahoo Fantasy app, if you want to watch a local or a nationally televised NFL game, apparently you're going to be able to do that for free fifty. Uh, in the Yahoo Fantasy app this year, regardless of your carrier. So uh, stay tuned for more news on that. More ways to watch football. Always good. And just uh, just have a fun time. It's Friday night, Jordan. I'm not, you know, I'm not on uh, on uh, on crunch time tomorrow night. Are, are, are you? Uh, I'm I got to deal with Tuttle. I'm missing out. This is like uh, the final crunch time of the year. So have fun with Tuttle. And uh, I guess that's about it. You got anything to get us out of here, Jordan? Well, we'll be doing a lineup HQ tutorial on Monday. Yeah. So if, if you're around at 1.30 Eastern, uh, I mean, it'll be saved. It's a free show and you can go through. But, Britt, you've been going you, – you you know the ins and outs of everything lineup I've HQ got, for NFL. I've got the secret codes. i got the things no one else can even do yet. So I always right. get – And I got, and I got my, my – my, how to use those to have the pr- good strategy and implement it. Yeah. So that's going to be a nice show, an hour-long show. So tune in to that on Mondays or catch the the – the video archive. Yeah, we're gonna do basically uh, an hour, an hour tutorial of all the new stuff uh, Nicole and Nick have made, and all the other people behind the scenes to help us make amazing NFL lineups, and we'll show you how to use them and have some fun on that. So we're getting out of here, Jordan. It's been fun. Thanks to all you for watching. I'm Britt, and we out you. I'm Peter Overzet, and it's time to tell you how to win a million dollars on Draft's Best Ball Championship. And I can't think of anything more in line with the American dream than winning a million dollars, playing fantasy sports 
when all you have to do is draft a team on your phone in your underwear while lying on a couch and then never having to manage the team the rest of the season. That is the American dream, folks. The laziest possible way to win a million dollars. And that's what we're going to do. Now, I know what you're thinking. Hey, Pete, you're late to the party, man. All of us cool kids have been drafting best ball teams since March. Yeah, I get it. I'm late, okay? There was traffic. But as of this recording, there is still room. Is that going to focus? Is that going to focus? Just trust me. There's room for 61,000 teams in the best ball championship, okay? No, 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 no. Shh, shh. I know what you're going to say next. You're going to say, hey, Pete, you know what? I didn't get to draft when you could get Tony Pollard in the 20th and Darwin Thompson in the 19th and Tyreek in the 18th, okay? So there's no point. No, we've already been through this, right? You print them out and you rip them up. See you later. Here's the thing, though. The data, the numbers... Okay, those dirty little things, they actually show that teams that draft in August score a higher amount of points in the aggregate than teams earlier in the offseason. And this just makes sense. There's less uncertainty about depth charts, about injuries. And so if you're drafting now, you are most likely going to have a higher score than your opponents. Not to mention, as we know, there are people out here drafting Divine Azigbo in the first round. Fantasy football is about having fun, guys. And having fun means reaching for your guys. There's still an edge, folks. There's still an edge. Relax. So with all of that being said, today I'm going to give you my five tips. My five tips, okay? We're going all listicle, all BuzzFeed on your ass, okay? Because we want to equip you with the tools to win a billion dollars. Number one, we need to think about roster construction. The dirty little secret, or maybe it's not a secret, is that the ADP in the app is extremely sharp. It's updating in real time. It's taking into account data from thousands of drafts. People are sliding Duke Johnson up their boards. They're booing Andrew Luck off of them. And what this means is it's really hard for us to get value, to scoop value. I, I don't know why everything with value is in air quotes. Mainly because I don't believe in value, okay? I believe in structural-based drafting, looking at win rates, and seeing how best we can build our teams to give us the best chance of winning. Our friends over at Rotoviz last year calculated the highest win rates for teams in this same contest, and the way they distributed their positions for the highest win rate was three QBs, six running backs, seven wide receivers, and two tight ends. Of course, there are teams that had different constructions that did well, but on the whole, this was the most profitable roster construction. Now let's dive into a few other nuggets that I pulled from the Best Ball Premium Sub on Roto Grinders. You guys can check that out and get access to all of these articles and really drill down into how you want to construct your teams. One of the big decisions is whether to go two QBs or two tight ends. Roto-Grinders contributor Nathan Coleman likes to go with two of either, depending which one he prioritizes earlier. So if you grab two QBs in the top 10 rounds, you don't need to grab a third. Say you get Travis Kelsey and Evan Ingram early, then you don't necessarily need to draft a third later. 
as far as running backs, Coleman likes to grab five either early-ish or if not, grab six total. As far as wide receivers, because you can start up to four of them weekly in your starting lineup, you should be attacking this position early and often. Players like Will Fuller and Curtis Samuel who offer spiked week production, those are the kind of wide receivers you should be targeting in best ball formats. All right, step number two, make sure you get some rookies on your team, but they have to be the right rookies. Everyone loves rookies, especially after the NFL draft. We all come down with a bad case of rookie fever, but only a few of these running backs can cure your sickness in the best ball championship. Generally, rookie quarterbacks, tight ends, and wide receivers don't result in above average win rates. Sure, there are exceptions. For instance, Kyler Murray looks like a great pick this year in best ball. But on the whole, it's a risky proposition to be investing a lot in these rookie position groups. There is an exception to this, though, and our very own Matthew Gajowski wrote about this. I really hope I didn't butcher your name, but I probably did. I'm sorry, Matthew. Matthew wrote about this on Roto-Grinders and points out that if we are going to invest in rookies, it should be running backs. He looked at win rates over the past three years in 11 out of 30 drafted rookie running backs provided above average win rates. It makes sense, but it's also the reason we have to take a second mortgage out on our houses just to afford guys like Darwin Thompson and Tony Pollard in this contest. Number three, stacks on stacks on stacks. As everyone knows from DFS, stacking a quarterback and pass catchers from the same team can give us really unique lineups that also have maximum leverage on the field. This is really important in weeks 13 through 16 of the Draft Best Ball Championship where you're competing against all the other best teams who have advanced to the final round to compete for the million dollars. Now, the best way to do this is to find the cheap stacks, the undervalued stacks on the undervalued offenses. Now, Josh Hornsby, a contributor for Roto Grinders, recently wrote an article about the best way to execute the stacking. And he says the centerpiece to this strategy is finding a cheap quarterback that's on a low own and maybe an unpopular offense. Now he goes through a handful of teams that could fit this criteria, but I will tease one for you here. He likes the New York Jets and Sam Darnold. Now I know what you're thinking. That's a little gross, but here's what you do. If you get Robbie Anderson in the middle rounds, you come back, you get Sam Darnold later, and then super late, you also tack on a Jamison Crowder or a Chris Herndon. Now all of a sudden you have a unique team with a stack and some offensive fire power for that week 13 through 16 playoff. Sure, it's not that sexy now, but it could be sexy is all get out in December, which is coincidentally the same thing I said about that Christmas romper I bought on sale the other day. Probably want to Photoshop me on a Christmas romper now. Number four, contrarian plays. As I said earlier, the draft ADP is really sharp. This is the same reason we're trying to come up with low-owned stacks. We want to find a way to differentiate our rosters from the masses, okay? Value often gets sucked up early, so to truly get value, we have to go contrarian. Some ways to do this, okay? 
take guys at injury discounts. In the draft app, the players literally have that little universal medical symbol next to their name, and that scares people away. If you can get a guy like Carson Wentz coming off an injury at a discount, that's a great way to get value and build a unique roster. Another way is with running backs who have uncertainty around them but have the potential to finish in the top five. Think of guys like Leonard Fournette and Derrick Henry who have shown the ability to explode, but because of certain things with their pass catching or how the offense wants to use them, they're going further down in the draft. Wide receivers who are older, those are also guys that sometimes go overlooked. Guys like Keenan Allen, Julian Edelman, even Larry Fitzgerald are getting pushed down slightly relative to their projected points simply because people have an age bias. It's the other side of the coin of why people like rookies so much. I think a good general rule of thumb is if a pick makes you sort of uncomfortable, it's probably the right pick. That is, of course, assuming your goal is to win a million dollars with a unique lineup. Number five. My last tip is to draft off of your own rankings. I've mentioned a few times the ADP in the app is really sharp, and that's what most people are working off of. There is a bias in psychology called an anchoring bias. When we see those ADPs, it is natural for us to want to draft off of that list as if that is an order of the best possible players to draft. Now, it is hard to import your own rankings, but you can manually adjust them on the draft applet. We'll throw it up on the screen here so you can see how to do it. It takes a little bit of time to manually do these, but what it will do is allow you to escape the hive mind, okay, the group herd mentality, and draft off of a unique rankings list. If you don't want to do your own, the Roto Grinders guys have a list of all of their rankings. You can choose your favorite contributors' rankings, an aggregate of all of those, and then manually update those in the app. Voila, all of a sudden you're drafting off of a different list than probably 90% of the people in the applet. Escape the hive mind, man. Become the draft hippie. You don't want to be the Times Square tourist of drafters, okay? You want to be the dude down in the van, sipping kombucha, and thinking to yourself, dude, what if, like, Daryl Williams leads the KC backfield? <laughs> Whoa. All right, there it is. I just gave you the blueprint to win a million dollars. You're very welcome. Be sure to check out Roto Grinders, tons of best ball premium content, articles, podcasts, videos, lots of good stuff up there. Let me know when you win a million. All right, I'm Peter Overzet, and it's time.
going on, Roto Grinders? Dean here. It's Dean 7904 if you want to get all technical on me. It is 502 on the East Coast, 202 in the West Coast, 402 Tennessee time. Of course, that means it's time for the flagship show here at Roto Grinders. It's called Grinders Live and sponsored by Fantasy Draft. Joining me today, the master of the giblets, it's Big T. How's, uh, how's Friday treating you? I'm out of giblets today because Dean finally got the better of me the other day. Yeah, where's he finally got bedroom? me. You need my bed, but finally I had to give like, my information back to you. Man, I got owned too. I mean, I was looking good too into like, what was it, the sixth inning? I was looking good. And then all of a sudden, oh, we Disco Stew just started mowing in the sixth. I mean, I looked like a winner going into the sixth. I think he had, he was at like 90 pitches or something. And he had like five Ks. And then he just decided he was going to strike everyone. And for some reason, he goes to like 115 pitches all of a sudden. Like, yes. I'm not going to cry about running bad, but man, you, you, you finished strong on me. You ran to the tape. Turns out the, the Marlins are terrible. Who knew? <laughs> I had no idea. It's, there's, there's still people out there that are going to tell you the Marlins are sneaky. They're not. They're awful. I played, I played Hacksaw Jim Duggan yesterday for them. He, he mowed for me. <laughs> so, <laughs> you, you had to bust it out the two by four. Oh, I think you yeah, lost I that. Jeff out and everything. The ho. <laughs> I was going to go there and then I edited myself. I'm like, eh. yeah. But uh, yeah, there you go. Good old Hacks. I think he's still wrestling. I feel like he's still a thing. No way. You know what? I think Hacksaw Jim Duggan is like the mayor of like Titusville or something like that. Some small town in Florida. I don't know what's Titusville, but he, he at least ran for mayor for some small town, I think in Florida. The whole oh, American gimmick, I guess, is working for him. I don't know if he won or not. Somebody Google out that there, kids. Of course he won. If he ran, he's the man. <laughs> of course. He won on the mound yesterday. He dealt. Uh, he's terrible, by the way. Just as a side note, I mean, of course, it doesn't matter. It's, you know, one game sample size if anybody can win. But uh, um, hey, you know what, Tony? We have no time for pleasantries today. It's a full slate outside of one game, fourteen gamer, uh, and we're we're cutting out a few minutes early because we got to you know prep stuff up for uh, you know football coming up around the corner. Our, our tech team behind the scenes making things work. Of course, we have crunch time. that's following us six fifteen on the East Coast to take you guys all up the lock. It's uh, Roth going to tell you what's going down weather wise. There is a weather game that is lurking for what it's worth. Uh, oh, Matt Morgan, another wrestler. It's a mayor in Florida, too. Uh, let's see. Somebody tell me. Oh, yeah, Kane. You, get, you know Kane, the wrestler? You're aware of Kane, right? Yeah, he's a mayor. He's a mayor in, in the state. <laughs> Knoxville, Tennessee, I believe. I love it. Who knew that like, uh, wrestling was a gateway to being a, of a politics? Oh, remember Jesse the Body, Jesse the Mind. Uh, he, he was a governor of Minnesota years back as well, too, but Again, no, why are we on the, the, the track of shenanigans? Uh, let's, let's get off that for sure. Uh, no time for pleasantries, unfortunately. Again, we're going to step aside a few minutes early today uh, to make way for our producers. Uh, and Roth is going to tell you what's going to go down as far as, uh, I think it's the St. Louis game, uh, weather-wise, a little bit dicey out there. Uh, Tony, what's your thoughts as far as uh, overall, the slate not really great in pitching, at least when it comes to lead pitchers, There's a couple guys, a couple strong names at the top for sure, but nothing really jumping off the page of like must-haves like it's Cole versus the White Sox or something like that and then of course all the bats in the world uh we had Coors Field no Charlie Blackman unfortunately if that was somebody you're all over but that still I believe is a 14 total with the two worst pitchers in the worst pitching ballpark on this slate I guess that's debatable but if nothing else they're in the family feud board as being two of the worst pitchers going on the slate uh how are we attacking this uh this it's a pretty interesting slate for me yeah there's so many so many good offenses I mean you got we'll go through it all, but you got a bunch of the best 
offense is in good parks. Like you got the Yankees to start with. You got Washington's in a good spot. You got obviously cores, the Braves, Texas is in action tonight. You got all these big offensive spots and not really pitching that you have to pay up for. So obviously I like this slate. We got the, the big main event too on DK tonight too. So I'm kind of excited about that. What is it? I haven't joined in. Is it, is it closed? Is it locked out? Should I give it a shot? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It's I don't know if it's sold out or not. I'd have to look, but I think it's three thousand bucks and it's two hundred and fifty k up top. It's it looks like it might be sold out. Or is it? Let me oh, see. That's that's big T territory. Three k is I'm probably I, if I want a ticket to that. Sure, I'm in. By the way, speaking of tickets, want to give a shout out to Jamino uh, and all the people in the NFL Discord as well too. Jamino and his team, as far as uh, NFL preseason, uh, the sponsor of the show, Fantasy Draft, last night ran another twenty thousand dollar. Uh, free roll. I'm not sure if you're aware, but they gave away up top 750 tickets in a $20 contest uh, as far as NFL week Did one. Did you get you some? Dude, I uh, swept the board, 10 of 10. All Ooh, of them. 10 of and 10. I, How much are the I, tickets worth? Uh, I got five $20 tickets, and Ooh. I think I got, like, yeah, so like I, I got like 130 bucks, 120 For free, bucks. though. I like that. Free is good. It's like when I go to dinner with you in Nashville. <laughs> and then you all of a sudden just start ordering the top shelf liquor and uh, doubling <laughs> down and uh, make that a double, make it make that a triple. It's on bean. Sure, why not? Um, but yeah, so, and it's, it took me all of like 12 minutes because I just, I looked at the, uh, the RG content. Uh, I looked at the, the core plays. I jumped in the Discord. Which, if you guys are premium members, Discord, please take advantage of that. There's channels for each sport, baseball, football, obviously, right around the corner. Uh, it's good times. It's part of your membership, so join uh, the community. It's not just Jamino; it's a lot of smart people bouncing ideas up each other. So, just want to, yeah. I got ten tickets to Fantasy Draft as far as what's a, you know, their contest coming up. Well, five, you know, five as far as the big one. That's a hundred bucks right there, and you know, I think it's a four dollar contest and a one dollar contest. I got pieces of as well, so. Uh, and you know me, I love to hoard the tickets. So uh, got to bust them out week one as far as football right around the corner. Looking forward to that. Good times for sure. And if you guys aren't playing at Fantasy Draft, it's rake-free DFS. Just get yourself a membership. And you can play your first $100 free, just so you know. For, you can play $100 a month free with no rake at all. And if you don't want to spend like $50 for a membership, you can spend uh, less than $6, $5.99 Big T, up to $1,000 in contests. So you can have $1,000 in contests in a month and pay six bucks in rake. That seems pretty good, right? Seems like a good deal. I mean, that's not your world, obviously. You're not, you're, you're spending more, you're pumping out more than a thousand bucks, obviously. But uh, if you're spending uh, 10K, it's just $50 for rake for the entire month. Uh, so have at that. There, there it is, the sponsor fantasy draft. What's going down? Football wise, cannot wait for it. Tony, your favorite pitcher as far as the slate tonight. Um, well, I guess everybody's favorite pitcher will be Shane Beaver if money wasn't a thing. But of course, we live in a world of a salary cap. How much I'm off here, by the way. Like, I'm looking at you in my Zoom window, and you look different than you do on the, the screen with the chat that I'm looking at. How, how, how do you have two different angles? Like, you got two cameras now? So we're in office now. Uh, I'm, I'm in the office uh, right now. There's actually a, a really sweet uh, HD camera set up in the office. But I didn't how want you a to different like, angle, though? Like, how do I see a completely different angle on you? I didn't want you to feel like you're talking into the abyss or whatever. So I turned on my camera from my laptop just, to, just so you can see me. Because if I didn't do that, you would just you wouldn't be able to see me. That's all. I mean, you look amazing in the HD. Thank you, I appreciate. I'm it. aroused. <laughs> I'm I'm, I'm going to put this on my uh, my plenty of fish profile for sure. You should put, get you a new screen uh, a new screenshot on the uh, Twitter, the Twitter.com. Like, look how good that picture looks. You're coming in clear. It looks like that uh, 1996 version of you. <laughs> the, the old buff team. Yeah, the buff team. 
when was that? That was like 2005 or so or something like that. It was, it was, I mean, you were cut. I know that much. It, it's been a rough off season for you, Big T. We're getting back there, by the way. We're, it's in the process. I, of, heard, I heard you're not eating anymore. No more no more kids' burgers from the movies. No more anything, man. It's it's depressing. If, if I sound cranky or ornery. Uh, well, that's always. So, I mean, what, what's the difference? If I sound especially cranky or especially ornery, it's because I'm just not eating these days. So, uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, little, a little bit uh, perturbed. Uh, so that does, I'm just going to blame it on that. I do have my protein bar, which I'm very much looking forward to uh, oh. after the show. <laughs> it's very exciting. We're going to splurge on a Friday. Uh, so uh, thoughts as far as the slate, as far as the pitchers, Tony, you know, top of K prop is, you know, is, is the Beebs, Shane Bieber, nice ballpark there in Tampa. Uh, it's not a massive K prop. It's seven and a half, which is perfectly fine. And it's kind of a coin toss. You know, the juice is, uh, you know, set minus 106, so essentially an over, uh, an over under. That's you know, the same money on each side. He's pricey, and, you know, he's going to keep you from some of the bats to some extent. We'll talk about the pitchers in a second. I don't think there's a really good, like, you know, horrific – there's not a completely junk pitcher that's all that playable outside of the fact just kind of holding your nose and hope, like, you know, Babbitt goes in your favor. You always hate these crappy guys. Like, well, who are the crappy like guys you like? Well, like? Do you want to start there? Because I don't like anybody. I, on a course slate with this much offense, I need to find some cheaper guys. Like, I'm not – it's just where you need to play, I think. Um, well, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll work our way down there. How about that? But so okay. uh, it's hard to prioritize like Nola, who's a fine pitcher, but it's not it's just great matchup. It's a perfectly fine matchup. Uh, I like Bieber. I don't know how much I'm going to get because I'm, I think I'm prioritizing the bats more than the arms today. And I mean, obviously we're going to, we're going to get to, I don't know if you've checked out the ownership just yet, but, uh, and I think it's going to be a little bit higher. I think it's going to come in higher than this. Max Freed is the one guy that has a really solid price against a terrible White Sox team. You know, Freed's a solid pitcher, not especially great when it comes to K's, but he's perfectly fine. National League, so Chicago loses their DH. Um, you know, he's going to be – he's chalk-tastic, right? He's going to be the highest on pitcher of the slate, is he not? Yeah, I mean, people are streaming against the White Sox for the last three weeks. They haven't scored. Their lineup sucks. I mean, yeah, for sure. He's got to be the highest owned without a doubt. We're seeing uh, – obviously, our ownership projections, they get more and more refined the closer and the closer we get to lock, but – I'm seeing 28%. Uh, I mean, it'll be like above 50 in the, the main event tonight. I, I think it's going to be, yeah. That's how it works, right? The higher you go up in stakes, the higher, the more and more chalk there is as oh, a general yeah. rule. That's another reason I love baseball too, though. Like the people are so sharp that they just jam those best plays. And I'm good with that in baseball just because of the variance. So uh, that's why I like playing the higher stakes more. In, like in basketball, you'll get punished for not playing those oh, yeah. chalky guys. Baseball you don't always get punished for kind of fading those max freed at 50% owned plays. Yeah. I mean, we don't really talk about hitting value in baseball, but the odds of hitting value in basketball is much higher than hitting value in baseball. And of course in basketball, you're not going to like the 11th or 12th man off the bench, you know, score more than LeBron James or Russell or Westbrook. We see that all the time in baseball. So totally different conversation, totally different lineup build. Uh, as far as the Beebs, as far as Nola, like what has got a ridiculous price. I know it's a good ballpark, but, how deep is Diddleson Lamech going to go these days? I know we saw Paddock last night go six, which is kind of an anomaly for him. He threaded the needle. He was awesome. Uh, Lamette's perfectly fine, but I just can't talk to this price. Bauer, if that game is clean as far as weather-wise, he's in the mix. You got Mad Bum versus San, you know, versus uh, San Diego. Sure, I'm in on that. But, again, he is pricey. I don't feel like I have to have any of these guys. Like, they're all playable. But who do we? who's your favorite amongst this grouping? Beaver, Nola, Lamette, Bauer, Bumgarner. 
Yeah, so for me, I'm definitely not playing Bauer just because of the weather, and, and he's struggled a little bit. Nola, I'm not going to play Nola. Just the price is high. Bieber, if I'm going up top, I do like Bieber the most for sure. It's in a good park against Tampa. Doesn't worry me that much. Highest K prop. But I don't – I mean, I want bats tonight. I don't okay, – I, I agree with you. Like, I don't need these guys. Sure, if I really like my team, like, I might start with offense tonight. If I really like my team and I can get Bieber – Sure, I'll definitely love him. Same with Bumgarner. Like, I like him up there, but I don't, I don't need him. And I guess those would be the two. I mean, I think Gibson is kind of interesting because I don't. He's, his price is kind of weird being up high, but he's going against a terrible Detroit team. I don't know. Like, all these guys are fine up here. The only ones I'm for sure not playing are Nola and Bauer. Uh, was it Bauer? People are saying he doesn't want to play in Cincinnati. Remember that people are rolling out that theory. I know you're a Redskins. You're kind of tapped into that. And like, I make fun of that too. Like I yeah. don't even, that's dumb. I, I watched every start he's thrown. He's like, he's fully invested in it. Like some of the games were kind of fluky and maybe he got hit early and he gave up a little bit on it, but that had nothing to do with Cincinnati. I don't think like he's going to compete no matter what. So where do we, we get to the point? Well, let's free. Are you going to be over or under the ownership? Like you said, now I agree with you. I love that when everybody's like all the, the quote unquote chalk, all the quote unquote good plays are going to be higher owned, the higher up you go up stakes. But for myself, I'm more afraid of fading the chalk pitcher as opposed to the chalk hitter because the chalk hitter, we're talking about literally four bats, maybe five bats if you're lucky. The chalk pitcher has more yeah. chances to, you know, quote unquote, uh, get to his cor correct projection, I suppose. Even if he gives him a couple homers, he can still kind of get there. Uh, through six or seven innings of work. Uh, I'm more likely to fade a chalk hitter than a chalk pitcher. Is that is that your thought process too, or is that just mine? For me, it just depends on the pitcher. Like, if it's Max Scherzer against the White Sox, I'm a lot less likely to fade that, no matter the price. But if it's a crappy guy like Max Freed, I'm not even saying I'm going to fade him for sure because the price is good, but, like, I'm okay with fading it. Like, I don't have to play him. And I really like a few guys in that mid-range to where similar price range, I I absolutely love a few guys. So, I think I'm good with the pivots tonight, actually. Well, okay. Let's, Max Freed's not crap. You, you know, he's got an excellent oh, – I don't think he's any good, but – He's got a 23.7% K percent. That's not special, but that's what – sorry, slightly above league average, perfectly fine. Uh, a seven he's fine. I'm not saying he's like Edwin Jackson. Yeah, but, but there's a big distance a distance between Ejax and and Freed. Freed's actually a good pitcher. He's not. He's not crap. I, I don't like him. I mean, <laughs> what, what don't you like about him? He doesn't walk anybody. The K rate's fine. He's a ground ball guy. Fifty three percent. I mean, th two of his last three starts, he's walked three guys. Okay, he's gonna walk less than three guys tonight. Is that, are we going to work on some side action again? I, I will take two, under two. Oh, they, I can't do it against the White Sox. The I, White Sox don't walk. Five point eight percent, they walk. Like they might not. They're not going to have any walks tonight. They don't walk. I was trying to rope you in. That was unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I don't know all the stats, but I know the White Sox don't walk. Yeah, Garcia at the top at two point five percent. Anderson at three point four percent. Collectively at five point eight percent. That the team is not walk. They're not patient. Uh, they strike out a good bit as well. Uh, although, to be fair, the top of the order is not as strikeout heavy as they normally see. Abreu at 18%, Anderson 19%, Garcia 18%, collectively 22.6%. Uh, but Max Fried's also the one guy who didn't get this price bump that we see on, you talked about that weird price for Gibson, uh, a weird price for Wade Miley. I can't pay that Wade Miley price. That's ridiculous. Uh, Hudson, what are we talking about? No. Uh, and then there, I guess you got to work to Anibal Sanchez, right? Because he's facing the Marlins. The Marlins are terrible. 
I mean, I don't I, I can't play Annabelle. I mean, I didn't even know he was pitching against the Marlins until he just did it. <laughs> if it was in Miami, I, I'd like it a little more, but yeah, I just don't trust him. I mean, I know he's been decent all year. And for whatever reason about Miami, like I know they suck. I hear it every day. I hear you talk about it. I hear everybody on the show. I just I haven't had good luck stacking, like, playing pitchers against them. I always feel like they hit me hard. And you didn't play disco? You didn't lock button that action? I was making fun of you that night. <laughs> Who did uh, I, I played uh, Sandoval that night, and then I was rolling, and he got pulled. But Yeah, well, because, yeah, anybody against Texas, lefties especially against Texas, that's a disastrous team. Uh, Annabelle probably more appealing to me uh, on Fandle, just because it really opens things up. How much is he on Fandle? 7-5, I believe. Yeah, I still don't like him. Like, you're only playing one pitcher on FanDuel is the problem. Like, you really want your only pitcher to be Annabelle Sanchez? Well, the other part of that problem is if you spend all the way up on your pitcher on FanDuel, you can't get the expensive bats because yeah. you don't have a cheap SP2 to make things work. So yeah, it's, uh, no, I agree with that. I mean, I definitely want to like my my pitcher, though. I mean, whew, let me see here. So who do you like? Yeah, like so you can get cheap guys like Scogland at 5'7", even Suarez 5'5". Five, five. I mean – <laughs> there's two nice things you can say about Scoglin. One, he's facing Baltimore, which, by the way, isn't that terrible. You know what the second nice thing you can say about Scoglin is? He went to UCF, the national champs. You saw him crush last night, right? Oh, I mean, they played like the RG staff. I mean, they, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who they played. It doesn't matter. It's scoreboard. Yeah. I mean, Rattlers. I just, um, with Scoglin, I always remember our boy Cheese. Like a few years ago, whenever I was doing a show with him, he said, Scoglin's not that bad. And it's not great, but. In a good matchup, the weather's kind of – I mean, it's only 70 degrees right now in KC. I, I, I don't know. Like, I don't hate Scoglund. At, I mean, he's 5'7". Get me 25 on Fandle, and I'm huge. By the way, uh, that's that's oh, that's too expensive. Uh, so, Scoglund in the minor leagues – Scoglund at 5'7 is too expensive? Too expensive, yes. Way too oh expensive. Uh, he has an ERA over six in 73 innings. You ready for this? So this is like facing – this is the minor leagues. This is like facing the Marlins every single night. I hate stats like this, but go ahead. Uh, well, this is all we have. What else are you going to work with? Is four, I'm going to work with the projection on the bat that has him ranked the number one value on FanDuel. I'll take the under. I'll take the on 25? Well, that's the number one projection? Well, point per dollar, yeah. I'll take Adabelle dollar for dollar versus Scoglund. Please let me get that action. We'll figure out the math later. I mean, he's 2K more expensive. Yeah, I, that's why I said dollar for dollar. Yeah, okay. I'll take it right Not, now for how much? What, whatever, whatever you owe me. Double, double down. Oh, we're, going, we're taking it up now. I like it. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in for it. I owe you – I think I owe you 400 I believe so. Yeah, um, 400 We're in. I'm in. So, Skyglon this year, 73 innings pitched in the minor leagues, 48 strikeouts. 48 strikeouts and 73 innings and a 6 ERA. You can have them. And he's I rounded down. Playing a, he's playing a double A team, so I'm good with it. <laughs> okay, so that means he's going to have the equivalent of 48 strikeouts in 73 innings. Oh, because because all of that matters tonight too. <laughs> I love stats like that. He's like, so, and then the best part is when he when he does good, you'll start saying like, "Oh, Babbitt was in his favor," and you reel <laughs> off all your other stats to back it up. Like that's how the stat people work. Well, yeah. I mean, remember when Ejax so had a couple? If it works games? for you, then it was it was all luck. But when it was right, then the stats proved it right. It's Ed like Jackson. the opposite of the BVP. Like, <laughs> oh, if he hits a bomb, it's because it was a good matchup, not because the, it's the same thing. Well, it's the same argument of if a guy hits a line drive to the first baseman to make the last out of the game in the World Series, is he not clutch? And if the guy bloops the ball with the second baseman, 
uh, hits you always ball. say this, and I say the same thing. Like, if you hit a rope, then that means it's the same difference. You were clutch. You could play the results. You could play the action. It's You know, the, the action uh, suggests that the guy that hit the line drive is clutch if you want to go that angle. And the guy that hit the bloop is, uh, you know, got lucky. But whatever. I can't uh, wait. We're locked in. I got Scoglin versus whatever, freaking Annabelle for Annabelle point per dollar, though. Game. On FanDuel, right? We're doing yeah, FanDuel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> I'm in. He's I'm okay with more, so that's what is that 10 you got your minus 10 points we'll figure it out I don't yeah. we'll, 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 we'll bust out Jesus calculator oh uh, blue, I, I don't know if I can still bet if we're gonna use this calculator <laughs> well you just he, he seems like a non-partial party okay I mean so, I mean you, he's gonna outscore him without that point per dollar so no, stop it no he's not he's terrible uh, and Baltimore's not as dreadful as you think they are, and that's a rousing endorsement. You don't put I that mean, in the back of the DVD, but they're uh, pretty bad. They're not horrific. They're not. They're not like Marlins bad. There's actually a few competent bats in there. I mean, they strike out 24. percent I'm good with that. Uh, well, the Marlins strike out more, right? Yeah, I believe so. Uh, again, I, yeah, it, Marlins are 25.5. Wow, that's impressive. <laughs> well, Lewis Brinson, have you heard of him? He's pretty terrible. Um, and they got a guy named Dean. That can't be good. Yeah, he's, he's off. His last name, we should be specific. If you want to get off tactical, it's Austin Dean, if you're scoring at home. Um, you know, lefties against Seattle supposed to think be a thing as far as – I think Allard's kind of sort of somewhat interesting. I know the ballpark stinks, obviously. Albert Allard's been a little reverse, let's see, in a small sample so far this year in the majors, but I checked his minor league numbers. It looks like he's kind of sort of neutral throughout his career for what it's worth and against Seattle, rolling out a, a pile of lefties against him because that's what they are these days. Uh, where else are we looking? Because there's not a lot of pitching depth here. So Colby, I mean, I, I played him in the live final where I could only play one pitcher and he was 3%. So obviously I like him and I like, those are my two favorite pitchers in that game. I mean, you got Marco and Colby. They're both 8-4 and 8K on DK. You got a great ump. I know it's a bad park, but both these teams suck against lefties. I think there's actually some upside built into this matchup, especially with the umps in the lineup. I mean, look at these freaking lineups. I just – I do like Marco more than Colby this time just because – I said it on a few shows ago, but Seattle has hit lefties pretty hard lately. Uh, and I, I don't love the Seattle lineup, but I do get worried about a few of these guys, especially Nola and Murphy. But I do like the matchup. I mean, I think there's a decent amount of upside built into this. Hey, are you guys starting the, the Wood Show of Friday at 9 o'clock on the East Coast? Is that correct as far as football Sunday morning? That's what they say, but I, I don't believe Hoop's going to be there. <laughs> yeah. Over under number of times. Hoops, Am I breaking Hoop. news on air? I don't think he's going to be there on Sunday mornings. Like just as a general rule? I just don't think he's going to commit to the show on Sunday mornings. I don't know what he's told them, but I will be shocked if Hoop commits to an every week Sunday morning show. Yourself and Crane that were committed, correct? We're in, yeah. All right. Um, but that 10 and a half total in Texas, I, I like It's the, always going to be there, though. Like, that doesn't worry me that much. It's like, it's just what the total has to be. Like, they can't put it out at, like, nine or something, even if they that's what they think it should be. But the collection of hitters are pretty terrible. Uh, yeah, like, awful, right? Like, awful. Yeah. I really like Marco. Marco's for sure, like, my favorite. I just don't – this Texas lineup can't hit lefties – I worry about Seattle blowing up way more than I blow about worry about Texas blowing up. So, like, who else is interesting from a pitching perspective? He kind of sort of glossed over 
uh, the expensive guys. I think if you can get to them, the Beebs is the top pitcher. I don't know how easy it is necessarily to get to him, but th th that's the guy I would roll out. Uh, as far as other options, Bumgarner I'm good with, you know, free dollar for dollar in fantasy drafting on DK I like. Annabelle I like more so on, on FanDuel. If that Bauer game is uh, going to be clean, he's certainly in the conversation. Nola probably doesn't get there. Gibson, good matchup, but I don't know if he pays that salary off. I'm okay with Means in the mid-tier, by the way. Uh, you got Andy's brother uh, against that Kansas City lineup that's pretty dreadful in the back half. The, the front half's okay, but uh, and, like, he's a fly ball guy, and he should be protected by that ballpark to some extent. Of course, he's a little uh, more vulnerable in his home ballpark there in Baltimore. But uh, give me a summary as far as pitchers. you, you got to get a move on. I, I like all, a lot more cheap guys than you do. Like, I like Mean, Scoglin. I even like Eovaldi a little bit. I mean, I don't know how deep he'll go, but his projection's decent enough for a cheap price. Suarez, like I said, I, I like a bunch of these cheap dudes. I'm looking. I don't even mind my boy Eliza or whatever his name is. That guy does good for me uh, more times than not. Yeah, I think he's going to be like Miami like... pitchers more than more than you. Like these guys always treat me good. Okay, so Elias Hernandez, I think he's going to be rostered to some extent just because like he's you know you need somebody down there to kind of open up the bats and he's been decent too. Like he's shown glimpses. He's shown glimpses, uh, but he's shown glimpses on at home, not in the road. Yeah. I actually have that's, this. That's what, yeah, I do worry about that. Like, I think every time I've played him, it's been at home. Has he even made starts on the road? On the road, he's fixed 24 innings. It's, it's, I was digging yeah. into this before the show. He's got a WOBA of over 400 on the road, a 611, uh, a slug. He's got a, he's got a non-base. Uh, well, he, he, in, in 24 innings, he's given up nine homers on the road. And I think six homers in like nine innings versus lefties. Yeah, and Washington, another issue is Washington just scores, man. They Every day they, they score a ton of runs. Eaton's finally out, though. You got Parra up in the two-hole, which yeah. Parra's been good, though. I mean, he's he gets the shark doo-doo. Have you seen that when he comes up to bat? Oh, Baby, uh, baby Shark is his yeah, song? That's his walk-up, and the whole crowd just goes nuts with the – but the, do your kids like that song that that song is not oh, like yeah, they, they freaking love it but. <laughs> um yeah and para is still minimum on fandle for what it's worth on dk and fans draft you're not, i thought you make a discount that's not really happening it's i think he's a pretty good play to it man like sure i, I mean it, he's not terrible on dk if you're stacking washington i mean that price is that, that's a fair price on dk uh we got my boy is dribble that keeps pounding the ball you're making fun of me. You got to give me credit when some of my guys are doing good. What, <laughs> and like, Wilmer, Wilmer just keeps murdering. By the Wilmer's way, I on saw fire. A couple things. Uh, I, I saw you tweeted about you did a victory lap on Wil Wilmer yesterday after he hit the ball hard off a righty uh, out of the bullpen. You can't do it. It's like he's on fire versus everybody. Like he's been crushing the ball. You didn't start him because he thought he was going to face a righty in the eighth inning or something like that. He had, he had like 20 points before that. <laughs> but you timed it just right, right after a big hit. Versus I think I right. tweeted it twice anyways. Oh, I didn't catch the first I one. don't know when I tweeted it. The point is the guy just rakes, and he was 1% owned. I mean, you you want to know a, a, a guy that's falling apart is Ryu. Like, oh, yeah. I loved Arizona yesterday at 1%. Ryu's just dying. He was the best pitcher in baseball, like, the first half of the season. Or, you know, you could argue he was the best, you know, real-life pitcher in baseball for the first half of the season. And uh, I think maybe he's tired. They're talk I wouldn't be surprised if he goes uh, – they're, they're basically coasting, right, to the playoffs. I wouldn't be oh, surprised. Yeah. Like a tired arm or something like that. For sure. Just sit him down for a while. Yeah, I could, but you mentioned Evaldi. I just don't know how far he can go. We went three innings his he's last time. He's not going to go far. Like, I mean, maybe he's not dirt cheap. on how he's rolling, I'm sure. But He's just not – he's not dirt cheap, and he's not going to go that far. Like, maybe you get four innings out of the guy, throws like 70 pitches possibly. I don't know. Yeah. It, it, 
that just to me that speaks to how bad the mid tier is. I don't, and I think Means is my favorite guy amongst that group. And, yeah, and, I like Means. All right, we, we got. Basically, I like the two games. I like the Royals game and the Texas game. I like all four of those pitchers. Yeah, Crane's talking about uh, Lynn Loki dying as well, and uh, yeah, Lance Lynn's another guy kind of sputtering to the finish line too. Um, your boy Crane, he must have heard a, a whistle or something like that in his ears because he, he always listens. BFFs listen to each other. Yeah, you know, what's his middle name? You guys are BFFs. Don't worry about it. I don't want to say it on air. <laughs> All right, hitters, uh, give me a, a core play, a person, a team. Who are we focusing on amongst all the, uh, you know, as far as the teams out there, Minnesota's well-positioned, Boston's well-positioned, the Astros, uh, Colorado, and Pittsburgh, duh. The Yankees yeah. against Anderson. How, how do we whittle this down? So I'm definitely not playing Boston. Like, I wouldn't even think about playing Boston, but – you got cores. Obviously, you can you can always play both sides of cores, and it's a great spot tonight. I like Minnesota. I like Atlanta too. Like I think Atlanta and Nova's been Nova's been a thorn though, man. He he's been way better than I think he is. But yeah, I don't like to pick on guys that are consistently beating me though. Like I just I'm one of those. Like I don't. You're kind of on the other other end where you like look at the numbers. Maybe he's going to regress. I'm on the other end, like, if a guy just keeps beating me, I just give up on it a little bit and just, like, I'm just going to wait till he gets blown up a little bit. So I don't know if I'll end up on Atlanta, even though on the surface it looks really good. But Minnesota, I'm definitely playing Minnesota against Edwin, even though Edwin's kind of limited me a little bit too lately. And not, not lately, I don't think it. He had a couple of games where he was fine, but he still he was, hasn't really got even in the final because he he was on the final too this week, the Fanduel final, I think. And he really didn't he didn't like pitch a shutout, but he didn't give you enough, I don't think. To, he's to got really, an eight seventy ERA, Tony. <laughs> like, yeah, but how much? I mean, he has not got. We have different descriptions of getting blown up. Like he has not got blown up in the last couple starts. Last start, five innings, six earned runs, two homers. That's not blown up. Not for Edwin. I want more. <laughs> I, I think what has happened is, like, for whatever reason, uh, randomness, the bullpen, when he's when he's gotten smashed, for whatever reason, somehow, like, stopped things. And, like, that's, like, all the team's got against him. I think that might be what happened. That may be the way you think of it. Because I feel like that's happened. I mean, that was, his, that was his highest earned runs, too, I think, for Detroit. Like, he's pitched better than that. That had to be his. I mean, what has been all his games in Detroit? He gave up seven versus Toronto in the first inning. <laughs> in Detroit, though? uh on six in Detroit that was a long time ago yeah well it's still the same guy <laughs> oh god you and your you and your like you and Cardi probably just hold hands and just love your big samples so well yeah <laughs> how do you shake your head at big samples uh, how about this small, like I'm telling you at the end of the year I think I have a bigger edge because people use year-long numbers instead of like the last month or six weeks where I think that's all I really care about is the last month or six weeks. If you, can't fight, you can't make your own sample. You can't cheat. And make what do you mean? Sense. I can use whatever sample I want. Like, I'm saying, good luck. Find me a sample. Cheat as much as you want. That, that makes Ejax look good. Okay. Since he's been to Detroit, he's given up one run, two runs, four runs, and six runs. <laughs> now what he he's got progressively worse each time, though. One, two, four, six in a row. Oh, boy. So which part of uh, so I've stacked against them all four of those times. You, the Minnesota, sure you got six, but those other three, you were not any of these games. So you were right about the bullpen too. So his last four starts, he's given up two runs, two runs, four runs, 
eight round or five runs, eight runs. So three of the four games, you had no chance to win the slate stacking against them. <laughs> oh boy, uh, I, I mean, I, I like. You don't agree with that? That you would have lost stacking against them? Three well, of four we times? have a, we disagree on what a stack is. Also, I think because <laughs> anybody you put in in Minnesota in those starts where you weren't going to win it. <laughs> and by the way, I wanted to mention about Suarez, and like, I'm not somebody that like goes nuts over ownership on a 15 game slate, but. And you talk, you kind of like shrugged your shoulders at Boston, and they're going to be on the West Coast. Oh, yeah. I, I have no interest in Boston. No. You should, because Jose Suarez against Brighties this year. Jose yeah, Suarez. I want to. Let's get another wager in. Well, Their totals five and a half. I want under. <laughs> I got to see the lineup first. What well, uh, does the lineup matter? It's going against Suarez. I just want to make sure he's in there. JD's going to back. Who knows? Oh, no, take a stand. They're not scoring. Boston sucks. 39.1 innings for Suarez this season. 39.1 innings for Christian Oh, that's a good – I mean, that's that's a good sample. 13 homers. Uh, he's got a 429 Woba. That is a disaster. That makes me pretty nervous. We got we to gotta talk about catchers, Tony. We I want action on this. Well, I can't forget this. I got to remember to text you later. <laughs> I need action on Boston under. Boston the sucks. The chat, uh, YouTube's chat uh, is telling us, hey, shout out to YouTube. Don't forget to like and subscribe. We'd appreciate that. Jump over here at RG. Apparently, it's bobblehead night for Gliber Torres. That'll be good times. Give me some catchers, Tony. We are way behind on time. You got to go. Oh, we'll, we'll roll through it here. We, we got, I mean, catcher, kind of like always, depends on what, what direction you're going with the team. I'm trying to pick a one-off out of there. I mean, there really isn't anyone that sticks out completely for me today. Trying to find one. What about the really catcher? I mean, it's just going to be who I stack tonight. I, I'm looking at the list. I really don't see anyone that completely sticks off the page to me. So, by the way, just noting, in course field tonight, the two worst pitchers as far as a K percent. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Brett Anderson squeezing there, too. So, you got Brett Anderson in Yankee Stadium, especially against righties. He's vulnerable. A lot of hard hits, and there's a lot of power righties there, too. The aforementioned Gladbar Torres. Uh the uh, as far as the K percent, well, we have Scott going at the bottom for the season at five innings. He's got zero percent. He struck out nobody. That's a small sample. But Agrazel has been an absolute disaster in cores. The other side is, is Sensatella at twelve point two percent. You have Sierras in cores at five point eight four and a five point seven five. That's why cores is at fourteen. It is absolutely jumping. Um, yeah, I'm okay with those cores uh, catchers, whoever it may be. Uh, I, I presume it's uh, you know Walters and Diaz. I'm not sure if we have a Pittsburgh lineup just yet. Yeah, Diaz and Walters. Uh, talk about the righties uh, against Suarez. I'm, I'm good with uh, Christian Vasquez for, uh, for 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 Boston and Gary the Goat. Your boy Gary the Goat against Anderson and all his fly balls does not miss a uh, does not miss a uh, bats either. Let's move on. Let's talk about. First I, I like. I, f- I found one guy I like Murphy for sure. I, I definitely like Murphy in that that Texas Seattle game and and McCann. I like McCann for great leverage against the lefty. He's in the six hole. Everyone's going to play Freed, obviously. I could even play him as a one-off. And I, I don't mind playing catchers as one-offs because not many people do it. He should be super low-owned. Play McCann with a stack. I like that a lot. Uh, I'm with Cheese in this one. I, I think people freak out too much when it comes to leverage. But I actually agree that's pretty interesting because, like you talked about, like we talked about, we expect the ownership for, for Freed to be pretty huge. So I, I don't mind that more so as a one-off. Uh, first base, you mentioned Murphy. Uh, Daniel Murphy, you got jo- you know Josh Bell for Pittsburgh. I like Freeman a good bit. He's pretty pricey. Adams more appealing for me on Fanduel, but he's definitely in play on DK and Fansdraft as well. Uh, you know, facing Ejax, I'm, I'm in on Crone. Assuming he cracked the lineup, he, uh, yes, he's there as well, batting seventh. Give me some of your favorite first baseman. Yeah, so I mean, you got the cores guys. You, you can play anyone at cores. Obviously, you got Matt Adams as a guy I'm always going to like against a righty. 
I mean, I say it every single time Washington plays, but if they're facing a righty, four, five, six every time, Soto is Drupal, Adams, and Suzuki for that matter, four, five, six, seven. I mean, I say it every so, so, so it's redundant, but Adams, I, I love him. You got Crone, who should be low owned against Edwin Jackson just because he's in the seven hole tonight. People like Dean hate playing people in the seven hole. I like Crone tonight. <laughs> you like him against Dean. I will make except, despite the fact Ejax, you can't stack against him. <laughs> I've stacked against him every time. <laughs> and you should keep doing so. I, and I'm going to keep doing so, but <laughs> I've been unsuccessful so far doing it. Uh, free money Freeman uh, against Nova. Again, I'm a little cautious of Nova just because he's been pretty good. I mean, Nova, let me pull up his numbers from the last. Who do you like at first while I look for this? Yeah, I kind of ran off my list as well. I like Freeman. He's not free money, though. He's expensive. I understand. the, the, the not free money when you get that bomb. Yeah. I think so Nova, okay, I got it up real quick. Nova's, I, I can't play Atlanta. Like, Nova has given up one, two, zero, zero, one, zero, one. So, two, four, his last seven starts, he's given up like nothing, basically. I can't stack against a guy like Nova that. Nova is what you think Ejax is, just so you know. No, not even close. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this dude has given up nothing. Like, seriously, I, I just, how's he's, he been this good? And he's faced, look at the teams he's faced. Minnesota, Houston, at Philly. He faced Minnesota twice. He's been good, man. Going to hit second baseman in just a second, Tony. Think about it. Do you want to mention, uh, got to give a shout-out to those rocking the RG badge. Uh, we apologize enough to it earlier. But if you're wearing the Rotorunners badge, Devin's going to go ahead and drop the link for you guys in the chat so you can find out all about that. Get yourself a free Rotorunners premium for a month. Good time to do so with football right around the corner. We got all-you-can-be Gatorade and Auto Crush. Thank you for rocking the RG badge. Uh, who do we have at second base there, Tony? We talked about Gliber Torres. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I could play him at any point. But McMahon, I think McMahon is for sure my favorite. He's probably going to be the highest owned, too, I'm sure. He's in the two-hole. Great matchup, obviously. Glabar should be popular, too. But after that, I mean, there shouldn't be too much ownership. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's it. Nola in the Seattle game. Again, I like the pitchers, but Nolan, Nola and Murphy are the two guys that I, I could even play like a McCann is a one-off. This is a team. This is more of like a built team like you, but Nola, Nola and Murphy, if I didn't play McCann or on fantasy draft, like play all three of those guys. And then no matter who you stack, you're unique. No one's going to play McCann, Nola, Murphy on a team, like just no one. Nola has uh, not a huge sample, but he's definitely crushed lefties this year. I don't mind him at all. Nice ballpark, too. What about Newman? Coming off two bombs, like he had two bombs yesterday, right? Yeah, he had a good time. I don't even – where's he at? Uh, Batting leadoff versus Sensatella. Yeah, I, I never like to play guys coming off monster games like that, but sure. I mean, he's going to be popular. He's in the one hole. He, he's Anybody at Coors, like, I, I'm never going to talk you out of anyone at as far as being a good play. Yeah. Uh, Fraser very a little bit, but don't mind him either. Alberto good against lefties. And uh, as mentioned, at least on my end, I think Eric Skoglund is a disaster. I think he's terrible. Shout out UCF. He went to UCF, so I can't say anything too, too mean about him. Uh, we got to move on. Hot corner, third base. Tony, fire away. So, my boy is Drupal. Uh, I love playing as Drupal against righties. You kind of talked about Eliza's number on, on the road, which makes me like Washington even more. You got Arnado. Arnado's kind of – he struggled a little bit recently for me, but great spot. Obviously, you can play him at any time at Coors. 
You got Miguel Sano, who hit one like 500 feet off Edwin the other day in the same game, same matchup. I'm definitely going up for for a big guy at third base. Yes, as Drupal's considered a big guy. <laughs> I was just going to ask that, actually, because I'm like, eh. Uh, yeah, Miguel Sano was uh, nursing a 4 but I wasn't sure if he was going to give it a go. But you know what the cure-all for Miguel Sano was? Edwin? Oh, yeah. Oh, Edwin's like, I'm not sitting this game. Good to go, coach. <laughs> <laughs> Put a little hey, Robitussum and you're good to go, ready to play for sure. Drink a little Robitussum, I suppose. Uh, other guys, you know, Colin Moran, I assume he cracked that lineup. We talked yesterday about Asuna uh, and his power. Jumping from Pittsburgh to the core certainly helps him as well, too, a good bit. Uh, don't mind him if he cracked the lineup. I assume he's in there. He is not. That's tilting because Osuna was the guy, one of the guys I really like, especially on Fanduel, where he was just too cheap. Unfortunately, you cannot play. You can't play the guys who are not playing. Unfortunately, it's not the way it goes down these days. Uh, talk to you about shortstop. So you got Glaber again. You got Litton. the guy that's been incredible that no one's going to play tonight is Lindor. Like no one's going to play him in that ballpark. These are the type of guys I like to play as one-offs too. Like a, a star guy that has all the upside in the world that can win the slate for you. Like, if he somehow steals a base, hits a bomb, I mean, he can literally do everything. If he goes off, like, you can win a slate just by playing 3% on Lindor that no one's going to have on the slate. But, that, I mean, obviously that's more of a tournament play. You got Story. You can always – Story and Glabar should be the two the two highest. I mean, it says Glabar is going to be 5%. He's got to be way higher than that. But, like you said, they're always, they're always tinkering up till lock. I mean, Glabar's <laughs> got to be like 20%, right? Uh, 20% might be a little bit. It's a lefty at home on bobblehead day. Well, people, I don't know if Tomino factors in. If he's 5%, then I need to play more Glaber. I don't know if Tomino factors in the bobblehead or not, but. uh, It's not built into the the ownership equation? I can tell you this. It's definitely not factored in the card he's the bat. (laughs) He does not have a column for that. You know, that that, that's not a thing he cares about, obviously. Uh, I I agree with you as far as Lindor. Like, uh, he's an awesome talent. And I'm probably not. Like, there's nothing about that matchup, but, you know, the ballpark. You know, there's just much better plays, much, you know, much better options to go to. Uh, ne- negative ballpark shift uh, to, for him because of the uh, commodious, <clears throat> commodious nature that is the Tampa Bay ballpark. It's, uh, it's roomy. It's comfortable there in Tampa. I'm not sure if you've been just yet. I'm not sure about the seats. I'm talking about the actual field. Uh, and, you know, obviously stories of, you know, a, a stronger play. Uh, Newman, he, he's also available at shortstop as well. Uh, against, again, two pitchers that just do not miss bats. No swinging strike rate. Well, it's registered that they have it above zero, but. It's uh, like seven or eight percent, give or take. Not particularly high. Uh, give me some outfielders. Start Polanco with too. It short. I don't know how I forgot about him. I mean, obviously, I like Polanco against Edwin. So there's a lot of big options, a lot of big names as always, especially on a big name slate. And I talked about you know Boston. I, I have interest in J.D. Martinez. I have interest in Betts. I think both those guys are are in the conversation for me. Of course, that ballpark's not great. But we talked about Suarez, how he gives up three homers per nine versus righties. That's too many. Uh, Judge is, I guess, hot and playable again. Uh, you know, certainly, you know, in the Minnesota boppers, I have the, you know, I'm all over guys like Rosario, the Boomstick Cruz. Uh, I'm good with Hilliard as a cheapie in, in course field. He's cheapie in some places. How do we separate these guys? Who's your favorite in the outfield? Yeah, I mean, whoever I'm stacking always in the outfield is where I'm going to go. Yeah, Judge is hot now. You got, I mean, it just depends on who you're going to play. I mean, if you're stacking Minnesota, you got to have Kepler, Rosario, guys like that, Cruz. I mean, you, you got you to have two of those guys at least if you're stacking Minnesota. Same with the Yankees. Like, if you're stacking the Yankees, you got to have Judge. So, it kind of depends on where. But, I mean, some of the options that are really good, though, like Rojas in the two-hole, we always talk about him, but 
2,500 in the two hole in Arizona, like that's the type of play that gets you up to where you can afford a, a top pitcher. And I think it's a really good play. I mean, the guy's talented. He's just so cheap that sure. He's going to be chalky. I mean, it says, it says he's going to be relatively long, but he has to end up chalky once the, once everybody sees the lineup, sees him in the two hole, people love plays like this because it lets you get more cores. Like you can play him with a, with some 2k catcher that everyone always plays and then you can get like four or five cores in there with a decent pitching option too so i like rojas i mean you can play pender against cc i don't really like picking on cc but you got a a pretty cheap price on him and i I think maybe my favorite play is hilliard actually i know he's going to be popular but i just like his skill set and i like him coming up late in the six hole I just like him. Uh, I think he's solid. So uh, he's one of my, he's my favorite Rocky, I think. All right. Start throwing. And like, he's got 38 homers, 22 stolen bases in the minors this yeah. year. For what it's worth. He's a stud. Jack in the bag potential. Uh, you're, you're a Colorado guy. So you probably are you're more linked into that team than I was. I just heard of the guy's name is his existence like two or three days ago or so. Or, yeah. uh, or so. Um, all right. Uh, we're going to do the screen share as we answer some more questions. Because again, we're stepping aside early, unfortunately going to make way for crunch time. Uh, gonna show you the lineup HQ as far as extreme pitchers. We have three extreme pitcher umpires today uh, for the aforementioned uh, Allard and Marco Gonzalez game. I like we like that under right uh, under ten and a half. We like it. In which game? Texas. Yeah, I mean, I'm like I said, I, I really like Seattle as far as the game, but yeah, I, I like the under. I mean, besides Nola and Murphy, I don't. I'm not worried about Seattle, but Texas doesn't worry me at all. So. I think I lean Seattle and under, but I definitely like Seattle more. Uh, Nola, Thornton, Wheeler, and Miley, all with extreme pitchers, umpires as well, for what it's worth. Give me your favorite stacks, Tony. Give me three guys that are going to homer. So Minnesota, obviously, is my favorite. Coors. And one team I don't think anyone's going to play on a slate this big is Houston. Like, Houston always should be in play. Like if you're playing 10 teams a day, you always have to have a couple Houston stacks, right? Just because sure, they just go off. And when they go off, they win slates. So we just did a whole show and we didn't talk about a single Houston guy, right? Good call. And they got an above a six total in a good park. They got basically their good lineup in there besides Correa, but they're still loaded. The lineup is, is completely loaded. I kind of think they're a little sneaky. They can't be owned on this slate. It's not possible. So. I like them. Toro was the guy that was going to be on, but he did, he did not crack the lineup. So, yeah, collectively, it's – we have the like team – Diaz, man. Like, this is a perfect example of how I play tournaments. Like, no one is going to play Diaz. So, if he fits as, like, a plus one – like, I could play Diaz, Torinos, Jordan as my uh, three-man with my other stack. Like, no one's going to have the – people will play Jordan, but no one will play the other two with them. I'm scrolling through uh, on the lineup HQ as far as a team ownership projection tool. We have Houston at 4% as a collective. That's How not can you beat enough. that? Like, they can win you the slate, too. They can literally score as many runs as anybody. Two for four, yes. Sano and Hilliard. Uh, Hilliard. And those versus, are my two favorite guys. You don't even need to say the other two. Well, Arenado and Rojas on the other side. Yeah, I mean, still the first one. I mean, I have to. Who's are they, those are the same prices? They can't be the same prices. I think it's dependent upon uh, the site because Hillard is a uh, cheap uh, on, it's probably yeah. a fan. Yeah. It's a fan. Uh, so give me your favorite Houston one-off. 
I think it's Alvarez. I mean, besides, Jordan's always my favorite one-off. But like I said, though, I really like Diaz as a one-off, too, because he's going to be 1% owned. Like, no one is going to have this guy. You got to pick one of these options, double stud pitcher or double scrub pitcher. I think it has to be double, double scrub on this one. You can't play two. I'm all for it. Me and you, this is one of the things we always agree on. I do like the two stud approach, but not on a slate with this much offense. I mean, someone's going to score 15 runs and you're just, you're not going to be able to win with two studs. And also the, the doubles, the studs aren't really studs yeah. unless you're forcing I agree. The, the term stud. Uh, favorite under the radar stack. We got to step aside in just a second or so, but I want to get a couple more questions in here. Hopefully, Devin doesn't yell at me. Uh, I mean, my under favorite the under the radar stacks are still going to be these teams. It's such a big slate that you don't need to play a four run total. Like Washington and Houston would be my under the radar stacks, but they got six run totals. They're going to be unowned though. Give me your favorite player on each court on each side in course. Favorite Hilliard, Pittsburgh, favorite Colorado. Hilliard and. I mean, any of the any of the top four for Pittsburgh are basically the same. Give me Moran, actually, just as a, as a guy that maybe not as, a, as I own. He's not playing. Oh, no, he's batting fifth. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's in the five. He should be pretty low on, too, just because third base with Arenado in the same game, I think he should end up kind of low on for a, for a Coors guy. Summarize the slate, Tony. we got to step aside for crunch time before Ross is going to tell you what's going to go down as far as the weather uh, in that, uh, that Bauer game. Anything else that's lurking, he'll give you the most up-to-date updates. Give me a summary, Tony. I like Minnesota, cheap uh, arms, and that's going to be it for me pretty much. Washington, two or three guys, that, that's where I'm going. All right. Something in the chat's making me laugh. Thanks for watching. Enjoy your baseball. Enjoy your weekend. He's Tony. I'm Dean Stager for Crunch Time. We're out of here. Holler!